0: Fellas, fellas, fellas! Welcome back to another episode. of oh, what? And and the ladies. There we go. There <laughs> Welcome we go. back to another episode of the farm. Oh, we gonna get after it today. Oh, it's we, Cody. We are gonna get after it today. We got listen. I was just on the drive-in. Looked at a couple tweets. It don't take much to get me fired up. I don't know if that's good or bad. We're just gonna roll with it. Let God do His thing. But in any case, in any case, your boy is fired up today, Big yeah. Co.
1: Yeah, no, got a, got a call, got a call. We started, uh, started talking about how to manage this man, so we'll see how this goes.
0: I feel like everybody's right and everybody's wrong. 100%. Why is this important? Why are we even going here? He's helped a lot of guys. He's also not had success with a lot of guys.
1: Come in with a purpose, and they're very intentional with what they do and how they do it.
2: From the majors to the sandlot, baseball and softball share space in one place. Welcome to the Farm System
0: all right so listen all this is let's just start off let's start off i think that there is a responsibility first off biblical it's a responsibility as a teacher that we're gonna be hold held to a higher standard but also too as well i think it's a responsibility for like checks and balances really across the board um that at the end of the day um especially to uh we used to talk about this actually years ago now we're talking about like Six or seven years ago, probably at this point, when uh, me and Jason Ochart uh, first started kind of like going back and forth on social media, um, one of the things he used to always say is like, "Hey, like it's nothing personal." Like me and him would be like, people would think that me and him were like mad at each other, and we'd be like, "No, it's nothing personal. We're just discussing like ideas." Mm. And obviously, there's a lot of ideas that we disagreed on with how, you know, he went about training compared to how we did, and there also was a lot of overlap. And again, more than anything, uh, there's usually a lot of overlap. Um, when it comes into training but also too just like anything else um, I think because of people's lenses and all those things that we can get a little bit uh, far past that and then also within the last couple of years probably more because everybody's kind of leaning more like politically correct because you know everybody doesn't want to step in one thing and doesn't want to you know hurt anybody's toes or whatever these things are or also on the same side can't deal with someone disagreeing with how they think uh, that people have stopped engaging with one another on social media. And what they do is they only just put out their, their idea is I'm just going to only put out, you know, more information. And, and if they like myself to watch it and if not, they, whatever. But I think the issue with that is like, there's also a reason. And people, again, in the recent years, because of this is like, there's a reason that there's like a, you know, a, there's like political debates, right? And the reason for a political debate is to address ideas like head on, right? Because instead, if not, we're kind of like, Subtweeting each other right like you're putting out something i'm putting out countering information and we're never addressing those ideas like head to head and actually coming to a truth instead you keep running down your path i keep running down my path and obviously in certain ways there's probably benefit to both in mm-hmm. some way with context but if we're not adding context and we just keep running down our own individual paths um again like along with that is like you're also leading a lot of people astray because you're not willing to have these hard mm-hmm. conversations so one of the things i also want to do um and i've had this revival I think what really kicked all this stuff off Cody is I did my taxes from last year. And I think it reset my brain that we're like, we're in a new season. Like this is a Mm. new year. There is new things coming up. And again, along with this is like, I want to get to truth. And first off, I'm going to say this as well. It isn't my truth. Like, I'm wrong about a bunch of shit. Like I know I'm again. Also, too, if your kids are gonna listen to this podcast, probably not the one. But listen, <laughs> the, I want. I'm wrong about a bunch of shit, but I w- I'm willing to talk about what I'm wrong about, and let's get mm. to the right idea along with those things. But also, too, I'm 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 far past. I'm I'm done with the. I'm done with the. Um, we're just gonna act like we don't disagree. Like mm. we disagree, and there's things we disagree on. Right. With individual camps whatever those things are. And I want to talk about those things, about what we disagree with head on. And also, too, I want to have guests on. I want to have we'll, we'll call in a, a, a teach a TM, huh. big dog, the shout out. If you want to come on the show, go ahead. I remember I invited you on the podcast. Remember, remember he invited mm. me on the St. Louis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What he never talks about is how I invited him on the podcast like three years before that. But the problem was was I wasn't a big fish in the sea yet. Mm. So he didn't want to come on the pod. Mm. But now he be tweeting about me on every day. So if you want to come on a pod, subtweeting, and you wanna talk, if you wanna talk, and when you want to, you wanna snap, crackle, pop it, let me know. And we can get on the podcast and discuss it back and forth. You know, you could set it up. I know you wanna, you know, get it on your your Peloton, your Patreon, whatever the hell your thing's called. You want to do it, you know what I'm saying? Either you're biking or you're collecting money to get on it. Whatever it is, whatever's going on, if you want to jump on the podcast, there he is, there he is. Just you wanna jump on the podcast. <laughs> If you want to jump on the podcast and you want to get on and we want to do these, I'll, I'll debate. We could do it once. Look, like, I don't even think it will be done in one debate. If we need to break each thing down by a billion things and also, too, I don't even care if they're productive. People care if they're productive. I don't even mm-hmm. care. at this point. At this point, whatever we need to do, whatever we need to do with homeboy— uh, uh again obviously some strong things i've disagreed with driveline f- with for years everybody knows those things um o- homeboy over there uh uh that does the triple extension pension a pitch 100 mile per hour made a fake account to call out driveline then got sued whatever his name is <laughs> uh yeah homeboy h- him as well um I, I, brent something P- uh, yeah, pat i don't know his Purchal, name i know who you're talking yeah about you know name. i'm talking about i'm in that pitching world okay listen Homeboy wanted to start the talk hitting. Obviously, I've disagreed with him on certain posts. What's the other dude's name that teaches a uh, pure swing or whatever, and he, oh. he doesn't like kickbacks, uh. whatever his name is? Homie, you can come on the podcast, too, okay?
1: The, who's the dude that made that book that you bought, but he didn't want to talk about it? Oh, bought, oh right? yeah, and I stuff. almost
0: pushed him oh. out of existence in my head. Um, <laughs> God, what's his name? Uh, that was Jeez. a good one.
1: Um, it was Jeez. Baseball Rebellion, right?
0: Baseball Rebellion. I know his company more than his name. Uh Oh, it's – uh. Shaffer not chaff Um, uh, Chez. Chez. Chaz. Yeah, che- Chaz, Chaz, Chaz. I think it's Chaz. Chaz, Chaz. Chaz and then Chez, Chez, Actually, Chez you Chaz from Baseball Rebellion. Whatever, which one of you guys' name? Like Baseball Rebellion, he could come on. Chez, he can't. He, I'm like, I'm gonna deal with this daddy first. You know what I'm saying? I'm dealing with I'm dealing with Teacher Man first before I deal no, no, with, no. with with Homeboy. You know what I'm saying? But in any case, listen. It's not even about being right. It's not even about being right. Listen, there's just conversations that, again, I'm more concerned with, like, the hitting world of all those things. Like, I know – that's the difference. Like, I know I'm wrong about stuff. Mm -hmm. It's okay, right? There's things that I'm wrong about. Great. Awesome. But I'm not scared to have the conversations or also to another end of that – like address things like head on of being like, hey, I disagree with this, this, is this, this. Because also too, we can measure like 90% of these things. And I also mean this in the same way of being like, okay, look, this is, and I'm also not meaning, this is the other thing. Let's just go in for driveline real quick. Driveline's been famous for years, just too research heavy. And this is what I mean by that. It sounds like, what, what do you mean too research heavy? Yo, I don't need a research study to tell me that fire is hot. I just don't, I just don't. Right. I also don't need a study that when I'm walking, I exert myself mm. or when I run. It's it's just I just don't. So if you need a 10 year study with a billion people with this, this, this and this, and it has to be isolated so we can come to a half assed conclusion so that it can be peer reviewed so that five, six people mm-hmm. can. And, and then also, too, what they do is they end up isolating from the task so much. And then when the study finally does come out, when they did again, this is referring back to their uh, study that they did with uh, weighted balls. Right. It's like. of the people that did your program didn't get results. Mm. Okay. That's your own study. Okay. That 50% of the people that you trained didn't get results. First off, if 50% of the people I trained didn't get results, I wouldn't have a business. So your marketing's fantastic. Proud of you guys. You guys crush it. Okay. Hold on. I got a (coughs) call. All right, devil. You gone. Now we back. Listen, so we got all these things. This is the other thing. Look, and I get it. This is for the old school. This is for the old school. I'm going to give you all a shout out real quick. Listen, there's a lot of people running around. A lot of them have worked for Driveline, okay? There's a lot of people running around that have never trained an athlete. That's not their job. They're an analytics guy behind the end. And they want to talk in certainty that these are the things that make hitters better. Okay, listen. You measured, Cody, I'm sorry. I'm just going on a monologue. Like, you measured, oh, the best in the world have this xyz bat speed on average great okay so then what you just started doing was training all these people to have the bat speed right and you're like oh look their bat speed's getting better our programs work Mm. really well if that's true then why are over 50 percent of the people that you're training not pitching on hitting or all these other things okay because i've known a lot of people that have trained at driveline okay not only on top of that i've known a lot of hitters that have worked and are driveline guys, right? That have the higher bat speed, but can't hit. So if it was... Oh, it's tack angle, smash factor balls that we talked about with you guys three years ago about how guys weren't hitting balls square and they were clipping balls and all those other things. And back then, before the story changed, it was just bat speed. And even if I miss, it doesn't really matter because the bat speed's higher. x X-Floss are and my average will go up. It sounds simple and an understanding, but that didn't happen. Mm. It didn't happen. Cody, you obviously dr- trained at driveline. Like, you have your own, you know, experiences and those other things. But we'll start with your story, and then I'll stack, like, 80 stories of players that I've trained on after it. Yeah,
1: so first thing is, before we even keep going, because I saw this, and I know you like this today. It's a Bruce Lee quote, and he said, Man, the living creature, the creating individual, is always more important than any established style or system. And so I thought that was really good. That spoke to me uh, when it comes to training, because I feel like uh, we've done a pretty good job of always talking about, you know, yes, we see some drills that, uh, or some things that we do that, um, over a general, uh, population get pretty good results. Mm-hmm. But also, too, we're not married to just one drill or one idea or one Great. this. You got a
0: billion drills. Um, games.
1: you know, and, and that was something, too, as a player that I fell down that path. And then also, to, you know, with the drive line, like, you know, I was you know, joking around with Drill about this, but, uh, you know, I did mostly all remote, remote stuff. And so my experience may be a little bit different than some, but, um, again like most of mine was was hey here's some movement prep stuff um and then it was you know get some heavy bats get some light bats and some heavy balls and mm-hmm. you know swing as hard as you can yeah and uh, you know ba- you know here's a hook 'em. them yeah. uh here's open 45 but still it's just swing as hard as you can swing as hard as you can and uh i mean i absolutely gained bat speed like my bat speed went up from like low 70s to high 70s low 80s at times you know Uh, But I also went from a 300 hitter and, you know, Juco to my my next school to, you know, just over 200. I was fighting the Mendoza line with all my all my heart. So, uh, you know, it and but I hit a lot of BP bombs. That's for sure. I felt good in BP. Um, And so, you know, with that, too, is like there is definitely some concepts that I took from them when it comes to um, like implements and constraints um, and some of those ideologies. But overall to the um the context in which i was doing it now that i understand more just was causing more harm than good for my mm-hmm. swing um and then also to just little birdie because i know some people that i played with that have also hit there a word on the street is there's some d cell talk happening on the drive line training floor now there's mm-hmm. some there's some some break talks just happening oh yeah um so Back just, in the day that wasn't important know, just just fyi so uh you know a little birdie that you know name won't be spoken that mm. uh, i know
0: uh, said that, yeah, no, I've
1: been hearing talking about breaks now, you know, and stopping and desel, and yeah. whatever
0: terminology they use for that. But, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, got some, but yeah. got, I got some receipts. I, that's the other thing. Yo, listen, I, I've been doing this for a little while now. I got receipts. And if y'all don't got receipts, on the same thing, I, I, don't, I don't just got receipts. Twitter gots receipts. You guys should go back and look mm-hmm. at what, and again, me included, there's plenty of things I'll tell you right now that I used to do, used to believe in, that I no longer believe in, and X, Y, and Z. But I usually usually call them out and talk about like I even mm. I have posted about things I used to do and why it was bad and some of those other things. Where on the same note of that is like you know drive line hitting has come a long ways. Mm. Like it was really off the deep end at one point. Literally, it was just like swing these heavy bats and hit machines, and largely still that way, mm. right? With these couple drills, X, Y, and Z, and along with it. Now, again, a long time, it's actually pretty interesting because I feel like if you came and trained here and if you have trained here, I hope you you will be the receipts there, is that with all of that, I think if you really go through our process and how we program and why we program what drills and what and what we're seeing from data and X, Y, and Z and how all of that comes into a storyline and how we put all of those things together, I know it doesn't seem the way from the outside, and this is the funny thing, is like, Cody, you'll kind of be you mm. know, keen to kind of probably talk about this, yeah. this part, is that a lot of people think that, again, and this is where I think most people get caught up, is they see the player doing a drill where the leg's firing back behind them, and you're 100% right. We do teach all of our hitters to create more torque. Mm. Now, that is 100% across the board. Yeah. Every single hitter, I'm teaching you to create more torque and also learn how to create re- torque reciprocally. Mm. Every single hitter. Yeah. Right. Every single hitter that's across the board, every single hitter is learning how to create torque and move reciprocally. 1000% foundational. But people get caught up is that they, again, like oh, we'll log this just like they did, like I talked about with like Tewksbury back in the day with the leg kicks and bat tips, mm. is Tewksbury was teaching a lot of other things at the time mm-hmm. that, you know, people weren't. Uh, knowing that he was obviously teaching. He talks a lot about what's going on with the hitter. Obviously, now you'll see a lot more of the things where he's talking about a lot of things with, um, you know, again, other parts of the swing. But the problem was, is everybody coined him as a mechanics guy or a swing guy because at the time in the industry, nobody was really talking about mechanics Mm -hmm. or movements. And then also, too, people can say, oh, we went a little too far that way, X, Y, and Z maybe if if anything i think we haven't gone far enough Mm. of understanding movement i think that there's far more that people in this in the industry wise like understand with the movements of deficiencies and things that we're having as well now along with that does that mean how i currently view the swing how we currently view the swing all those other things that this is the inline and we figured it out no but also too there's no problem with looking back and saying hey where the industry is and how we understand movement I think we're much further along in that mm. in that same sense. And again, along with understanding all those different movements. Now also too, it gets coined because people, a lot of people look at that and because they've been so, you know, the whole thing of like not cloning hitters. First off, we th- cloning, cloning hitters used to happen so much back in the day, everybody squished the bug. Mm. Every single person, every kid, almost every kid still today that I see when they come in the facility that hasn't, that has gone through teams and all this stuff, I've been taught to squish the bug. Is that not cloning? Mm. That's cloning. Okay, step one. Step two, the other thing along with it as well. Then the other thing that it gets told a lot, and it's and again, I'm not saying that it's uh, across the board. If you're teaching every single one of your hitters that they need to rotate harder or they need to rotate more, which is a massive thought out there right now, right? Is that not cloning hitters? Mm. Okay, so let's get past this surface level of thought of the surface level of thought is like, oh no, you can't teach everybody something. Oh, that's interesting. When you guys all go to school, don't you all learn math? Mm. Don't you all go to an English class? Don't you all go to? Mm. Don't you have a curriculum that you yeah. go through that we all learn? Yes. Okay. And again, okay. Now someone's coming in going, oh yeah, but the school system—that's why it's broken. No, listen. There's a foundation of education. If your son doesn't know two plus two, he's stupid. Okay. Hmm. You not you. It's a foundational education, right? That we need to understand that if your son didn't know 2 plus two, oh well, because I don't believe in the school. No, no, you need to go to school. okay? Mm. Because there's a reason why we go through basics of foundational education before we do other things. And I mm. think along with that, like, again, along with the industry, and I get it, it has never been a requirement, all these other things. There is a problem when majority of baseball coaches don't know, let's say, for example, don't know. And this is, uh, we've come a little further. Cause I remember back in the day, people didn't even, didn't even know where their quad was compared <laughs> to their hamstring. And that's a big, that's a wow. Okay. And that's where the industry used to be. But now, for example, like you, like a, a very common muscle that you need to understand. Okay. Within your pelvis, cause it happens so much with rotation. Like there's so many coaches that don't know where like your piriformis is. That's a big deal. That's a muscle that is common. That's a, a big fundamental issue problem in your pelvis, right? That happens time and time again, right? Because of things that are going on inside your pelvis, which then leads into, okay, you have to go deeper. You, ha- you need to understand your glute You need to understand all these things. And don't be wrong. I think more than anything, if you're going to learn muscles, do you need to know every single muscle that's inside the body to be a good hitting coach? Mm. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I am saying though, is that when we have no anatomy background, mm. And you've never even looked at an anatomy book. Mm. You don't have an app on your phone. You don't know how any type of muscles function. You don't even know why muscles, why it's important to know which direction muscles are running. Right. The understanding, the different types of muscles, why there's different types of muscles, all of these other things. Now, this is really important when it comes into training because if you don't have some of these foundational understandings, just like if we, like, for example, if you don't have some of these foundational understandings, I'm going to tell you example. If I went to New York, why they were building a skyscraper, I'd probably be pretty confused on why they were doing mm. what they were doing. Why? Because I don't know some foundational understandings of, of <laughs> not only structures, okay? I've never built a structure. I don't know how they're built with it. I've stood in one. Okay, there's that, right? I've, made, I've worked in one or something like that, but also along with it, like, I don't know base-level engineering. Mm. I don't, Right. So because of that, some of it actually overlaps with the body, so I know some, mm. but but when it comes to that, there's be a lot of things that their are decisions that these experts are going to make that I'm not going to understand because that's not what I do, and I don't even have a base level understanding. So from my scope, my perspective, I'm going to sit back and go, oh, well, you know, um, you know, I don't believe in what they do because they build every building the same. Well, <laughs> Johnny... <laughs> <laughs> yes when they build skyscraper there is standards mm. there is things that they have to do on a de- every building that they build has to pass certain things right and so for example hitting yo if you can't create a large amount of torque there is a problem mm. right and now i'm not saying that now how you how you go about creating torque is very important because there's a lot of ways of doing it just like i don't know bat speed I don't know, exit velocity, mm. all these other measurements. The problem is if I isolate on it, for example, if I isolate on torque, there's a lot of ways, for example, the Cody, if I was just purely worried about torque, just torque in one measurement, me and you can mess up a lot of hitters. Yeah, in one direction, yeah. Yeah, in one direction, we would mess up a lot of hitters, yeah. right? But because it has to check so many boxes, also reverse torque, also, to when and where mm. torque is happening, also when and where horizontal is happening, also when and where, you know, again, from what foot, how much force, all these other things that go into it. And you don't need to know all these other things. But my point is along with that is that if we think at a base level, at a base level of, I got stick, he throw ball, I swing hard. <laughs> like that is some caveman yeah. thought process yeah. on hitting. And we think that that's advanced. Mm. The problem is, is again on the same side, as like somehow that's being preached at advanced. I don't know about you, Cody. When I was growing up, All I wanted to do was hit tanks. It was my dream. It was Mm -hmm. my goal. In batting practice, every day, I try to hit bombs. I had little man syndrome. I wanted to hit jacks every at bat. Okay? So in batting practice, I try to hit bombs every single time. You know what my coach would yell at me in high school? Joey, stay out of the air. Joey, stay out of the air. Joey, stay out of the air. Why? Because when I try to hit bombs, I was flying out constantly. Right? Then, all of a sudden, I stayed out of the air. Guess what? I batted like... I think my sophomore year, something like he told me, I I don't even really remember. I think it was like 346 or three something something like that my sophomore Mm -hmm. year, right? And again, like I was in high school and they brought me up to catch, right? I wasn't supposed to hit, but why did I get hits? Because I hit a whole bunch of singles and I stayed out of the air Mm. because I didn't have enough strength yet. I didn't have enough power yet to hit the ball in the air Mm. and be successful. Later on, I got a little bit more pop. Okay, I had a little bit more success, but also too, how I was creating that speed, how I was creating that torque, the strategies that I was doing to create that much force, um, one, um, again, along with it, like, obviously I wasn't Juan Soto, mm. right? I wasn't rotating fast enough. I wasn't doing these other things fast enough to be able to compete at that level. And then yeah. someone says, well, why don't you just train that? Listen, let's just, it, it's like, it's like saying on the opposite end of that. I'm not saying that you can't get faster on all these X, Y, and Z. There is a big thing. Soto is not Soto because he just rotates fast. Mm. It's, that's just dumb. It's K-Ban. Well, I just had the bat speed you had, if You had the bat, there's a lot of people that have the bat speed that Juan Soto has, mm. If they were just purely measuring, and, it, and it, if you told every MLB hitter, "Hey, I want you just to focus on bat speed," right? I guarantee, like again, we did that with here in here with with Fam, right? Fam, for example, I had Fam's batting f- bat speed go up ten miles an hour within twenty minutes. Yeah. Did he all of a sudden? Did he all of a sudden? We trained him to be a better athlete. No, yeah. he had that speed in him the whole time. Mm. Also, too, it doesn't mean that he's going to be a better hitter because his bat speed's higher. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of other things that go into it, but my point is, is that there, if you went to the major leagues and you had all these guys have the same bat speed as Juan Soto, they wouldn't hit like Juan Soto all mm-hmm. of a sudden. And all of a sudden, some people would think, oh, they would hit better. No, it's not a straight line correlation. Mm-hmm. Just because I have more speed, just because I create more torque, just because I have higher exit velocities when I'm when I'm doing um, uh, when I'm hitting in BP or machine or whatever you want to want to go ac- ac- across with that, that doesn't mean I'm a better hitter, right? Better hitters hit better. Mm-hmm. And if they don't hit better, they're not a better hitter. Yeah. And that being a main piece. And, again, I think you, you kind of talk about your piece about, okay, hey, you know, again, along with that, like, your speeds did go up. And talk about that how your lot. speeds went up, you know, your exit velocities go up and why it isn't a direct correlation of being like, okay, well, yeah, better hitters hit the ball harder. Okay, well, Cody, a perfect example of that. You're hitting the ball harder, but what was the issue?
1: Yeah, I mean, my bat speed went up. 10 mile an hour too. I mean, over a period of time. Um, but actually where it kind of like I had that realization was I actually started, uh, taking some biomechanics classes and I started talking to my professor and, you know, just me being inquisitive, as you know, by now, um, you know, I always ask questions and, you know, want a little bit deeper meaning. And so started asking questions. I was like, you know, um, here's what I'm doing. Uh, here's kind of the program. Here's some of the numbers and metrics that we're seeing. And then he started introducing, actually, we started talking uh, talking about the pitching side Mm -hmm. is where i really started to be like okay now this really doesn't make sense why i'm doing what i'm doing like so bat speed's going up but i'm not paying attention to the angles i'm creating the leverage that i have Mm -hmm. um you know the spin that people are putting on balls now and then the angles i'm creating is now creating this bat speed at an angle that's not Mm -hmm. you know productive for the spin that a pitcher is putting on the ball it's a bad vector Uh, yeah you know in a bad vector yeah 100 and so we're talking i'm talking to my biomechanics professor about this and i'm like that's crazy because we actually started talking about pitching when i started to realize that and then Uh, Went into a lot of strength and conditioning uh, courses and actually I was uh, blessed the um, NSCA uh, headquarters Mm -hmm. was just north of me like 25-30 minutes from where I went to school. And so I had the privilege of going up there and like literally where they wrote the CSCS like Mm -hmm. textbook, the whole test, which again, opinion, a little, you know, outdated in a sense for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you get to see high level athletes, Olympic Training Center right across the street. You get to see coaches practice this stuff. Yeah. Um, and they're doing research studies like right there in person with Olympic level athletes from all over the world. Um, you know, the Chinese team, Australian team, all this stuff. And so we see these high level coaches and all this equipment, what they're measuring, what they're not measuring, et cetera. Right. And so I start seeing a lot of this stuff and actually where it really like, hit me was, uh, uh listening to someone was like that's great that you're strong in this position but this isn't how we're trying to strengthen you like you're in a position where you're getting your back stronger where we're trying to strengthen your posterior chain of your lower half mm. because uh again your pelvis is tilted you're relying on your low back to get this weight up yada 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 and it's like pretty surface level now but at the time like that was a big like unlock for me yeah i was like dang so again like we're deadlifting. here's the purpose of a deadlift but how you're strengthening your deadlift right now with the technique you're using yep. isn't actually benefiting your athletic performance as much as it could mm-hmm. if we just fix this technique so what do we do we take the weight down we focus on technique and then we build up strength within that technique not yep. hey let's continue to build strength on top of that technique yeah and then let's try to fix the technique all of a sudden agreed um especially too while we're overloading the body and yep. so our body is going to recognize that as the pattern that we want to use and the you know all this loaded technique yeah. yeah right and so we go into that and i'm like okay so now it's starting to make sense to me with the whole bat speed thing. Like, okay, so I'm creating a lot of bat speed. I'm lifting more weight, yeah. right, essentially in the weight yeah. room. My weight's going up. Yeah, but but again, I'm doing it with a technique that isn't promoting success on the field. Um, and so with that, that's, that's where I started to recognize too. And then, um, you know, uh, I started shadowing you. I didn't train with you directly. I started, mm-hmm. you know, trying to be a little independent with it. I started shadowing you, and I started basically applying what you talked about. Um, In the sessions uh, myself and then through Farm Plus, kind of with the background I already had. Um, And two, admittedly, my bat speed numbers went down like Mm -hmm. six and a half, seven mile an hour. But I was 10 times the hitter when it came to productiveness. Like I went from fighting in the lineup for the nine hole position to leading off and kind of being one of our dudes. And, you know, I think second or third in batting average and one of our best, you know, extra base hits on the team. Like, you know, I, I went up a lot productivity wise, losing some bat speed. Because my focus was more on technique, but also, too, throughout the year, my bat speed started to go up within that technique as well because I started to strengthen myself within those techniques, too. And so and this goes back to a perfect example of like, again, we would just get open 45s or hook them drill and say swing as hard as you can. Right. Yeah. Well, I would land open. I would land. You know, I create this massive stretch, but my barrel's dragging. It was actually funny. I was looking at videos and sending it to one of my uh, boys that I played with. And I'll have to show you afterwards. But again, I'm like, I'm literally landing, and like my coach is like, oh, you're just pulling your shoulder a little bit. I'm like, bro, my chest is facing the third base dugout. My bat's still on my shoulder. Like, I was like, I, yeah. my bat's never getting delivered, at, or my barrel's never getting delivered. Yeah. I'm barely covering the inner third of the plate because my barrel's just stuck to my, like, I have absolutely no connection whatsoever uh, to my trunk with the, it's like, but I'm creating all this speed. It's just, you know, in La La Land out here, not over yeah. the plate at all um you know i had no adjustability i was sitting here swinging at sliders in the dirt and bp that i know are coming and i'm like mm. you know it was just funny to me how far it's yeah. coming like well, two years and i haven't really even been training to play just training to be able to teach better and it's like i have more confidence now that i could go hit at that level yeah. right now and i haven't went and seen live pitching in a year yeah and just because of some of the technique and the the angles created and how I'm creating force rather than just creating more force. Yeah. Um, now rather than yeah. what I was. And
0: doing. that's and that's what I mean by like caveman, right? It's just being like, oh, okay, like for example, that's like looking at an Olympic athlete and be like, they lift this much weight. I need to lift more weight. Sure. Caveman mindset mm. that none of their technique matters. Mm. All I have to do is match the weight. No. Like, yes, is there some slight differences in technique over people that, again, lift that over? Mm. Yes, 1,000%. But there is very important that, again, along with that, like, technique is very important when you get into, like, Olympic lifting or something like that. Why? Because, again, along with that, to do it at a very high level, technique is very important for me to be able to get that up, let alone if I was actually reacting to something. That's still a close-skilled thing, yeah. right, compared to, for example, it's not saying, and this is where I'll admittedly go, is like, I had said that back in the day, I was seeing that, that we had a whole bunch of guys that came in with a ton of bat speed, mm. okay? Again, like we had some guys that came in, and again, we even talked about this, uh, someone posted about this a while back ago on on social media, is that, um, it pointed out again, is like, yo, I've had plenty of dudes that have come in, I think it was Peabody, he's had plenty of dudes, high school guys that have come in with 80 something on our bat yeah. speeds, right, but couldn't hit, mm. right? and again along with that like again at 108 like i had a ton of guys that came in with Mm. 80, you know high bat speeds that couldn't hit Mm. right and so along with that it was understanding uh, along along with that it's like hey you're putting it's like somebody coming in and having putting up a lot of weight but being in a lot of pain Mm. right okay when i look at that is because yes you're putting up this weight but how you're putting up this weight is not productive Mm. and you're not gonna be able to do it long term and also too in our our sport where for example, if somebody was sitting there and grading you on form, right, and technique and those other things, okay, that would be really important. And again, I think along with it, like when you bring that over to like hitting, for example, it's like, hey, it's not just about creating this speed, mm. right? Also too, there's a lot of other things that we measure, mm. right? And again, when it's that uh, uh, quote as well, I think it's, um, I forgot what's his name, was the psychologist that said, this is like, when uh, a measurement, when a measurement uh what's the quote when a measurement uh becomes a focus or a goal it ceases to be a good measurement Mm. right and along with that is like for example like yes i'm putting up that much weight but there's a lot more that goes into putting up that much weight in the very beginning what i was doing was again correcting form that's why we have to drop weight Mm. let's fix the form let's fix the deficiency then as we start in this technique we're going to learn to go up why do you okay so Okay, within this technique, then we're gonna, we're gonna build form and strength within this technique. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, why is that important? Because now, I'm not gonna be able to put up as much weight because instead of compensating into your back, Cody, we're gonna teach you how to use your legs mm-hmm. and actually be able to get this into your legs and do this another way. Now, because of doing that, because you can't, I took away your compensation, you are gonna create less. Mm-hmm. But, because we correct the form, and let's say this, I'm not saying that every single time, like in your scenario, when you started switching up your uh, uh, form as well, you started to hit, you know, you started to bring some more of that average back out. But for the only sure. reason in, in, in my opinion that your average jumped up so quick is because you used to already do yeah. some of those things yeah, well and the sure. angles corrected so quickly. So you were already that type of hitter. Now, mm-hmm. now to take it to a new level of a new not only get what you used to hit, mm-hmm. but take it to a new level of success. Now we have to build form within that technique. And now why is that important? Yeah. Well then when we get into anatomy, then when we get into then when we get into uh, the places of understanding Uh, kinesiology and understanding again um, again structural kinesiology of understanding what muscles are working when Mm. now we're actually developing a whole new muscle set we're also Mm. training our our fascial system we're also training all of our connective tissue differently we're training our CNS system differently all of these things are now different because we're doing it within a different form Mm. right so that's why it's really important that's why you can't just go in the weight room and a lot of people have this issue you can't just go in a weight room and just throw a med ball as hard as you can at a right. wall and then you're going to be a better hitter mm. like that's not how it works and that's why again within technique it's very important to monitor all these things and how they overlap and this is also too why for so long and this is why I'm very critical when it comes into even SNC coaches and some of these other things because we got to be very careful that a lot of times hitters aren't hitting because not only does the hitting coach not know what you know again different uh, places of technique or what he's chasing or all those other things, you compound that with an SNC coach that is training guys with that also that philosophy mm-hmm. of I'm just gonna rotate as hard as I can right. and throw these balls this way and form doesn't matter. Yeah. Well then that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Right. Now you have the guy not hitting, not only because of his hitting coach, but also too because of his strength coach. And then you got the athlete thinking the same way because mm-hmm. you've now educated him. And again, remember what I talked about in the very beginning is that again, like as a teacher, we should be judged differently than as a student. Mm -hmm. right again if my student misrepresents something well then again along with that that's okay that's like his process but when you're a teacher or a leader in any way shape or form right and when you go out and we talk about this as well of being like you know uh jarell and i talk about this a lot with like in companies right like if i make mistakes right now i'm like let's say i I, I have the whole company running in the wrong direction like let's say we have six six seven people all running in the wrong direction okay that's a lot of hours right Mm -hmm. but let's say i'm the ceo of apple and i have Thousands of employees running mm-hmm. the wrong direction. Well, that's a big deal. Yeah. I'm wasting a lot of money. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm. We're, we're, and then let alone what that could do. Now, again, let's say, let's say, and again, you know, in the same way, it's like the bigger, the higher that goes up. If it's millions of people, right? And we're having all these people spend all these hours in this way. Okay, what are we not achieving because we're chasing after the wrong things, Mm -hmm. right? So as a teacher, as a leader, all those things, like, there's a different level of of context that we need to add. And also, too, there is a responsibility that, again, when you're put on certain platforms, to continue educating and all these other things. And also, too, um, set up a foundation where, like, hey, like, again, I've never, and you've seen me do this with, I tell our hitters all the time, like, consume a whole bunch of other hitting stuff. Right. Like, and let's talk about those things and Mm -hmm. let's add some context and let's talk about why. And also, too, I still think from other hitting coaches every day, every Mm -hmm. single day of things that I I think that, again, take the meat, leave the bones, Mm -hmm. right? But the harder piece along with that is that if you take this approach of going like, oh, you know, well, this guy moves faster than you. Well, yeah, because I'm 12, and he's 28, (laughs) and he's in his prime, and he's a prime athlete. Of course he rotates faster than me, right? So instead, what are you going to do? At 12, you're going to tell me I need to rotate faster and that's my problem? <laughs> no, bro. I Guess what? Go look at lifters at 12 and ro- uh, lifters when they're in their prime. Mm. Of course he lifts more weight than me. No, duh. Again, like my body is maturing in that same way. Yeah, is that the biggest difference between the two? There's a lot more going on and off to the two. A lot of times we have a lot of youth guys that move better. That have better movement quality yeah. and you can't say oh well that's not true over time you know everybody gets better movement okay why does uh why do babies have such good movement quality mm-hmm. why are their squat form why is it perfect why is because because why we lose quality of movement over time all the time because mm-hmm. of injuries because of lifestyle because of food choices because of lifestyle choices right. because of how we work positions we sit in all day movements that we do incorrectly over and over and over and over again and we lose a lot of this movement quality and then we stack because we're in search of strength and i was again on that same side especially as a male on the same thing is when i got in the weight room you think i cared about uh, form no i was just trying to put up weight Mm -hmm. and my body did exactly what i asked it to do hey i want to get stronger i want to put up more weight great you did Mm. my back got strong as hell from deadlifting. i got a strong ass back you know my problem was again like Still, when it came into when it came into my actual form, like still to this day, when I go mm. to pull, I want to pull at my back. First thing I want to do is right. I'm not driving my hips underneath me. My right. first thing I want to do is pull at my back. Guess what happens when I want to go hit? I want to pull up my back. Mm. Get what, guess what I was doing deadlifting? Pushing out of the ground, pulling my back. Guess what I want to do when I want to hit? Push out of the ground, pull up my back. And I'm really strong at that pattern. Mm. Why? Because I did that multiple times a week, max effort. High weights, mm-hmm. teaching my CNS system to recruit that way over and over again. It's still hard for me. Jarrell is my witness. It's really hard mm-hmm. for me still to do hypertrophy sets yeah. because I can't. That's not how I train my body to perform. Right. Right? And I train my CNS to perform a certain way. and I, I accumated my body to mm-hmm. do that just like, again, um, you know, again, again, with those different levels. And it's really important, and I want to hit home on this certain piece, is that I'm not anti-bat speed. Mm-hmm. But how we're building the speed is important. And yeah. I will— to add context, there at one point, I was really against these uh, higher levels of bat speed because I knew when most people were hitting those bat speeds, they were doing it wrong. Mm. Right? Oh, it's, like, it's like it's yeah. like if a if a twelve year old came up, let's say let's say uh, if a twelve year old came up to me and said he was deadlifting or squatting three fifty plus, mm. I'd be like, mm, yeah,
1: let me see, hesitant, right? right?
0: Like let me yeah. watch, right? And I'm not saying, and again, along with this, how many times, again, even in high school, all those things, you see these guys putting up weight, and you watch, and the form's really questionable. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you getting away with that because you have right. a lo- young body. Yeah, 17, 18. Let me, stack, 18 right. let me stack five, six years on top of that. Right. And that's where it comes into where it's like, hey, hitting this for 10 reps or eight reps or whatever that is, you know, again, along with it is like, okay. Like, and then building out this foundational for movement, right, of – yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, I think like again, there's like this base level of strength for a lot of a lot of uh, things. But I think where we've again, where the market's gotten that same way of being like, hey, you know what? The problem is is we haven't been training for speed. No, bro, you're going backwards. You're going backwards. Hitters have always wanted to train for speed. Hitters have always wanted to hit it harder. Mm-hmm. Hitters have always wanted to hit home runs, mm-hmm. hitters have always wanted to be doubles, bro. Everybody wanted, again, and you take it all the way back from the, from the get go, the most have always got paid the most, that being the best have always got paid the most. Also to had the most status
2: mm-hmm.
0: also to come back to human psychology also to, again, if you're going to go back into like males in the same way, again, status and also things from like the other, the other uh, gender of females, right. Of all these other things of being like, they wanted to be the dude, mm-hmm. If you go back to base-level psychology, everybody wants to be the dude. No one's going to be like, hey, man, you want to be the dude? You want to be the best player on our team? Nah, bro, I'm, I'm straight, dog. I, I know, I, you know <laughs> I could, but I, you know, I'm just letting everybody else win. Like, no, everybody has always wanted to be the best from the beginning of time. Right. Why have coaches always been there? Is to say, hey, I get where you're at. I know where your mind's at. Mm. My mind was there, too. My job is to be able to get you to hit. Now, again, have they always been right, the coaches? No, Mm. but there's a reason why we hit balls oppo. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why coach says, hey, stop trying to pull balls in the air. Hey, there's a reason why all these things are happening. And again, we started backtracking. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes you do need to backtrack and make some corrections, just like when we need to drop weight. But we're overcorrecting and going back the other way, which is just a misstep. And again, along with it, it doesn't make sense. And the results are not there. In mass, does it help some certain people? Yes, mm-hmm. because they're probably doing a whole bunch of other things that they're not even thinking about. Right, right. But along with it, there's a lot of people, more than not, that it's hurting because we're going backtracking with, oh, oh. Well, look at how much bat speed he has. Yes, dude, I used to, you know how many times, I, how many guys that I played with growing up that had insane bat speed that sucked? Mm. Like, he swung really hard. And when he did hit it, sure, he hit a mammo 500-foot tank. Like, I'm, I, have, I have this guy in my head, like, I'm, I, I had this kid in my head. Like, again, I don't even want to, I remember his last name, but I don't even want to say it. Is that, again, along with it, like, yo, he had insane bat speed. Mm. But I remember when we first got our Zeps, when we first got all mm-hmm. our stuff. And also, too, you just uh, eye test, watch the kid hit. Mm. His bat speed was crazy, right? But he sucked, mm. he was terrible. He couldn't hit when we're on a field, I'm like, bro, I didn't want this guy in the lineup, bro. He swung hard and going back in the day, and then great. Every once in a while he'd hit a 500 foot jack. But again, like, bro, he's batting under 200 in like high school. Mm. It's like, what are we doing, bro? Right. There's a lot of other issues going on, these angles and these things. And again, also too, law of diminishing returns in that same way is that you started this is the hard part. When you got it's like it's like putting up a whole bunch of weight and having bad form, yo, you're gonna get hurt quicker Mm. because you got more force. Then yeah. you stack, then you stack weight. Okay, now let's go to speed. Well, speed is even worse, in my opinion, than uh, than just pure like strength or weight in that way. Because then we start stacking when we start looking at speed, and then you start looking at the body and understanding how the body has to operate when it's mm. when it's moving at high rates of speed, and that's different. Even if you put like, for example, let's say I stack like eight hundred pounds on my back. Okay, that's a lot of force, all those right. other things. Bro, you, st- you underload, you go the opposite way. Mm. And don't even put load and just rotate really hard. Right. And the requirements and mobility that I need from so many different joints and all those things that need to happen, mm-hmm. that you're asking. That's why a lot of people, in my opinion, don't really even train in the transverse plane when they're working out because it's so easy to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Sagittal, way safer. Yeah frontals way safer you start adding in rotation and needing multiple joints to create that rotation and what your spine needs to be able to do from every joint all the way up your spine it's a large requirement right and if you don't have those requirements it borrows it from somewhere else and usually somewhere else that's stable that's Mm -hmm. meant to be stable that was designed to be stable like a low back right and again along with that you end up having a whole bunch of you know pars fractures Mm -hmm. and all these things start to happen. Your piriformis starts acting up, right? You start right. pinching nerves. You start having all these other things. And that's why also, too, along with it, like even later in life, it's very easy to do sagittal movements and frontal plane movements. You could do those for much longer in your life. Most people stop doing transverse movements mm. when, they, when they're doing things in your life. Or it's the reaching into the back seat of the car. Mm. That thing hurts. right? Why? Because I'm rotating. right? Like a lot of transverse plane stuff is very hard, and it's very easy to get hurt mm-hmm. because it has such a high requirement. So then th- now let me just stack speed on top of it and say, just do it fast.
1: <laughs> right No. And the, the exercise that I can think of, uh, that I got introduced to when I was first learning a lot about the body, um, the reverse lunge and then anterior loading it was like, it, it was fascinating to me because, um, you know, watching high level athletes do that, uh, kind of realizing some of the, the prep that they would do beforehand. Um, like I know, like you know, me and Jerome, we've gone to the gym a couple times together, and, like, having him do some of the things that I do, it's interesting, too, just his physical makeup. The average mm-hmm. person wouldn't see him and be like, oh, he can't do that, right? Mm-hmm. But then I give him some of these exercises, and I'm like, hey, maybe do him with a five-pound dumbbell, even though he's clearly way stronger than me generally, mm-hmm. um, uh, like musculature-wise, but, mm-hmm. too, then joint stability that comes into it, which I think people underestimate joints when it comes to um, different movements. Um, as well, and like the stability it requires to work through different planes and these different movements. But the reverse lunge is really yeah. interesting to me too, is like I've watched high level athletes that need to do twenty minutes of preparation on getting their pelvis under them so they can properly internally rotate in their front leg while reverse lunging, or else yeah. they will probably hurt their ankle um, yeah. or you know get injured in some way, uh, especially too while anterior loading it and then getting extension of their back rather than, being able to get there with uh, their mobility because their lats are locked up, you know, all these different components. Like, it's a yeah. very dynamic lift, but it's gotten so popular in the lifting world that just go reverse lunge, go, just go yeah. reverse Like, I've watched high-level athletes, like Olympic-level athletes that don't just go reverse lunge. They spend 20 minutes of breath work, postural work, um, you know, pelvic control, how to get their pelvis back under them. Uh, also to internal rotation of the front hip because maybe they weren't and to just shut that lift down for the day because yeah. they weren't getting to some positions that they re, that's required to for yeah. them to do that lift so then they'll shut that lift down for the day and they'll maybe just do um, some dumbbells with their front foot elevated just regular lunges not dynamically reverse lunging it's like yeah and again that uh, and that's a higher level of thinking though
0: and and context too along with that like for example um, maybe uh, an anterior loaded um you know lunge like that might be a really good solution but you're adding way too much load right way too much speed right Mm -hmm. when in reality maybe it needs to be an isometric Mm -hmm. maybe on top of that as well again i need to drop to my fives right and i need to do the same movement but way less force like for example like when we do like a reverse leg kick Mm -hmm. right like hey in the beginning i might just tell somebody like hey hey, we're going to do this, and I need—I just want you, you know, basically I'm, I don't even care where they hit the ball. We're just right. doing the move. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't even care, right? And then as we go, like, hey, okay, we're going to add some force to this. And also, too, I get it sometimes when you, um, you know, again, it, even, too, like, it, it's the same way, like, when, why do we add extra weight on the bar? Because it, our body has to organize where it has to recruit enough. Mm-hmm. It has to recruit enough mus- muscle fibers where – I can do that lifts. I'm gonna make right. an adaptation because of that. So I understand that. Again, we're also pushing the body past what it wants to do, mm-hmm. and also too, there's some context there of like obviously when we're training, we're like, again, not enough stress, it doesn't adapt. Too right. much stress, you know, it fails. Right in the middle, that sweet spot of right. like just a perfect amount of stress. And again, that's where it takes in where you have to have a skilled coach of figuring out what mm-hmm. what that actually is. And if not, you should go less stress. Right. Right. Whatever line, you yeah. think, you should ideally go less stress. Right. Because again, at the end of the day. That's great. You push yourself a little bit too far. I used to do this all the time. I was a a, a known guy, like an overworker, like mm-hmm. overwork uh, injuries or misuse injuries constantly all the time. Is that you'd always rather go less because again, I can train tomorrow. I could train, mm-hmm. train tomorrow. I could train tomorrow. I could train tomorrow. If you do something where you can't train tomorrow, when or I can't train for the next two weeks. Problem. Yeah. And again, along with this is like this is where I come into okay. We want to go results. We want to do these other things again. And this isn't this isn't just a call out, you know, uh driveline here and the same thing. It's just being like, hey, if we want to go by results, let's really go by results. Not bat speed, mm-hmm. not exit velocity, look at his improvements. No, 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 Let's go by results of players on the field. Mm. Let's really go by results there. Yeah, right?
1: Right. And with that too, consistency over intensity. Like uh, when I started with driveline, like I had a few months where I was kind of you know, I was doing the thing, right? There was a few months that I played really well in the fall, right? Also to context, like it was the fall. Everyone knows the fall season, much less pressure, et cetera. But there was a period of time where I had some success. But over the longevity, it, it didn't – I didn't have success. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, again, two, consistent results, not just, hey, this person had a really good
0: week. How about your – like, it's baseball. Well, but I, that's where I would think the aim, for example, like, okay, so, like, hey, when I was already moving how I was moving – and then I just started trying to move faster within that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But because it was the goal mm-hmm. of bat speed and bat speed at all, at all okay, costs, yeah. I'm doing bat speed right. and exit velocity. Of course, I'm going to start spinning. Yep. Of course, I'm going to start mm-hmm. spinning. Right. Instead, especially to learning good technique. Well, that that's uh, that takes a lot more. Yeah. Right. And especially too when you're just. Out there, like doing whatever it's like, it's like again, like if you just randomly started squatting and doing whatever, like, yo, know, like you're probably not gonna have great form, like, right. along with it. If you don't know what you're looking for, and especially if your body starts slipping into a compensation and you don't know, you're just gonna keep doing, mm-hmm. and like it's gonna get worse and worse and worse. And why can't I do this? I'm having results in BP, mm-hmm. having results in front toss, all these other things that they, they again, yeah. like, which is again, why I think they also try to lean so heavily on a machine mm. because. That's not their focus. And also, too, to be fair, because I'm a business guy, I understand it's not great at scale. Mm. Hard to do at scale. Right. You know what's really easy to do at scale? Heavy bats swing at a machine. machine. (laughs) Yeah. Some guys are going to get results. Some won't. Well, that's not good enough for me. Mm. It's just not for me. And, again, I talk about this a lot of times within business. Like, I could have came out with 50 products that would have made me a bunch of money. Right. But – it wouldn't work like again it wasn't a really good product for overall and again I, I don't think it was a good message from the knowledge that i had i'm not mm-hmm. saying other people have the same thing but from what i know from experience also too along the thing is like yo if i just wanted to go make money there's a lot of other things i can do there's a lot of things that we could have put out there there's a lot of information we could have put out a whole bunch of right you know training programs and all these other things that again that i felt along with it right but in reality along with that and then also too again bringing this also a different direction is like hey like Again, you want to bring in like, uh, uh, you know, your boy Rich or, um, uh, or you want to you want to you want to bring in you know Teacher Man. I don't know if you knew him by his real. Oh yeah, name. I know yeah. Richie Richie Rich. Yeah, Richie Rich. But no, like again, like in that same side of being like, okay, bro. Like again, along with it, like I get it. Like you right. did really help Aaron Judge. Like yeah. again, he needed to get on his backside, mm. right? And he needed to turn the barrel about Better, he did. And also mm-hmm. too, he's doing a lot of other things now that I think are different there's Mm -hmm. a lot of other uh, i think he talks you know again like any good hitter i'm sure he talks to a lot of different guys of what he's focused on and what that is and again along with that i understand you know he's um he's still you know hitting with you every two weeks or whatever Mm -hmm. you guys are system you guys have that he comes out and great for you guys right but my point along with that is that if you're like yo i've arrived got it there ain't no more to learn right i know the whole body i know the best ways to train all these other things like bro like there's a lot of hitting coaches, mm. a lot of hitting coaches that have had success with one guy. A lot, and I'm not saying it's only been one, right. but obviously key point of mm-hmm. one, right? That yeah. he's a really good hitter. Yeah. Okay, now you go in. Um, obviously you've had results with different hitters and X, Y, and Z mm. along with it. Okay, there is also a big grouping of hitting coaches that have had success right, and he does a great job of marketing himself too, right, Mm -hmm. is that there's a big grouping of people that have had success with certain groups of athletes, especially Mm -hmm. too when you start getting really high-level athletes Mm -hmm. into buying. It's like, you know, you could have them stand upside down and hit like some of those guys are going to hit, right? Best hitters are going to hit, right? right? Now, along with it, my point is, is you can never get to a place where you're like, yeah, I figured it all out. Hitting my whole life. This is how it was. Like, I'm constantly like, man, Mm -hmm. like constantly, like every day, like, damn, I really need to learn a lot more about that. Right. Like, I need to learn a lot more about that. I need to know more about these X, Y, and Z because that changes. Every time I make those unlocks, it changes how I train hitters because I'm like, dang, that's why they didn't work with this dude. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's why that guy didn't get as quick as results. Or, damn, that's why it worked with this guy and that guy, but then now I'm starting to see a pattern between these five, six guys that it was okay with right. like when I did certain things with them, but X, Y, and Z. And that's where I think, again, going back to the original point earlier, is like... With the Tewksbury stuff, and then also, too, coming back with um, with our stuff is like, yo, if you think the only thing we're doing with hitters is teaching them a kickback, right. you lost your damn mind. You lost yeah. your damn mind. right? You don't understand. Like, you think that you see all the videos that, and all the things that we put out, mm. and all you pulled from that is, again, at a low-level thought, oh, they're teaching a the kickback. That's why the guy can hit. No. I don't care if you're a big fan of the podcast, if you're a big fan of farm, you're not a big fan. If you think the only thing we're doing with our hitters is teaching them a kickback and that's why they can hit,
1: you lost it. I was going to say, I mean, I, how many conversations have we had about players in-house that, again, you're a little less hands-on now Yeah. Um, with the, the in-house people where you, we have conversations, hey, I'm seeing this with these people, and never once have you been like, you gotta start teaching them how to kick back. It's like, you know, something yeah. about their finish, or, or something yeah. like I'm starting to see them, you know, where they're finishing, like, you know, they're pulling across, or, you know, I can't even remember the exact, like, they're in my notebook that I write them down, but yeah. still, it's like, never once have we just had a conversation, you're like, we need to teach this you guy to, how to kick back. You need to <laughs> kick back more. Never.
0: When in reality, we're, we're actually, that's more, again, we talk about it a lot as a result of being like, hey, when they're moving their body this right. way, this is going to happen. Now, don't we wrong. Do we have drills that are teaching them to move reciprocally and all these mm-hmm. other things? Yes. That gets interpreted as kick back, kick back, kick back, kick back. No, no, no. You just don't understand force. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. You don't understand reciprocal force. You still haven't understood. I've been yelling at y'all. For years, just (laughs) like Eugene did before me, just like people did before him, right, multiple people before him as well, of understanding that, again, when it comes to reciprocal movement, we talk about that in the base. There's a reason why it's in the essentials course is you have to understand reciprocal torque, reciprocal movement, understand why it's so important as a base. Then you can move Mm. on to other things. And again, it's a foundational movement that we do when we're babies and if you don't understand the basics of human movement right If you don't understand again how we walk Mm. you don't understand how we crawl you don't understand how we roll over you don't understand those three movements then you're trying to understand hitting good luck (laughs) like good luck Right. And and along with it, that's why it was so important to starting with the right foundation rather than just watching hitters and going, oh, they do this or that. Bro, you have no idea because you watched film because you watched film practice like because you watched film mm. like, bro, you're watching you're watching the car drive down the street thinking, you know, what kind of engines in there, <laughs> you know, the transmission that you know the oil that's in there, that you know how everything right. operates, all the electronics, the computer system, every you know it all because you saw it drive down the street and you got video of it. Mm-hmm. You don't know. You know why you can't reproduce from his video and why you can't reproduce the same swings and just go, hey, just do that because you don't. You it's like it's like going out. Okay, hey, this car goes zero to sixty. You get some stats. Oh, this car drives fast. Okay. So you did all these things to make your car drive fast. I almost think about like fa- the new Fast and the Furious movie, mm. where he grabs that piece of mm-hmm. junk car and then like they like spray the thing on. Them. They're like, "Dude, this thing is gonna explode." He's like, "It's fine. I only need it to r- r- last like you know a yeah. quarter mile or whatever." That's the point. That's what you're doing with your bat speed. Right. You're doing whatever you can with your body to create that speed for a short amount of time. When in reality, and I get why. For example, for pitchers, a lot of times they're not gonna make it, right? They're in mm, you know right. double A or whatever, and they just don't throw hard enough. And he's like, "Dude." I I don't really care. I just want to make it to the league for two years and then I'm going to be done and wrap Mm. it up. Cool. I'm good. That's all I want. This quarter mile. That's my goal. Mm. Hitters, bro, they don't care that you hit good for one season. Yeah, no. And also, on top of that, you're going to get exposed because guess what? In pitching, I'm not reacting to nothing. I gotta throw that thing over that plate. However the hell it gets over that plate, we're good. Mm-hmm. I can spin this thing. I can actually honestly, a new, there's actually again a member Wes and I talking about this. Sometimes when guys have really funky mechanics, they get really funky spin mm. and it's really hard to hit. Yeah. But then they blow out their arm in a year because right. their funky mechanics again are putting a lot of stress on their elbow. Mm. And again, if you don't even believe that it, you know, how you move changes the stress on your elbow, like that's biomechanics lab. That's yeah, very yeah. easy. That's 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 10, 20 years ago. Right. We already figured that out. So You know, again, on the other end of that is just being like, okay, look, like, hitters, the problem is, is, yo, like, it's not just, oh, let me just create this speed. I wish it was that simple. Mm. Like, I have to create the angles that give me the best chance to time this thing that I can't even see 15 feet in front of the home plate, (laughs) cover all these zones. The hitter, the pitcher on the mound is trying to mess up my tempo, trying to mess up my timing. Trying to mess up, trying to mess up my angles. He's trying to do all those things. I how I move is really important. Yeah, for direction, spacing, and force, not just force. Right. That's only one branch of the thing. And also with that, if you create a whole bunch of force, but you don't transfer a bunch of force, right? For example, I have a I have an eighty mile an hour bat speed. Well, at the point of contact, you have a sixty two mile an hour bat speed mm-hmm. because you're trying to swing so fast. Yeah. I have a guy. Who is bat speed is peak, bat speed is 77 or whatever. Let's go 75, 74. Okay. But it's at contact every single time mm-hmm. when he's making balls within a certain amount of range. That guy's going to be that guy. Okay. And then you'll be like, oh, yeah. Well, he has more bat speed than the other guy. Yeah. 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 But because you're focusing on trying to have so much more speed. Again. Yeah. So, like, again, I think, again, l- along with the bat speed stuff, not anti bat speed. I get it. Like, I get that that's interpretation of being like, how are you against bat speed? Bro, it's about how you get to it. It's like, how are you against lifting heavy weights? Let me tell you, mm. it's not about the heavy weight. It's about how you're going about it, bro. Right. And also, too, on top of that, of being like, okay, again, like, teacher man, like, well, how are you against guys getting results? We're not, right? Like, great. You, you, again, like, you got the guy on the backside, you got him turning the barrel better, mm. all those X, Y, and Z. You help that guy. There's not a problem with that. Right. Great for, good for you, right? Along with it, awesome. Right, I know probably over two dozen hitting coaches that would have gave him very similar advice. Mm-hmm. Get on your backside. we got to turn the barrel better, X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z. Also, too, guys within organizations, people like to also, too, they, people like to try to dunk on these people inside organizations all the time, and I've been guilty at certain points, but like also, too, like, there's a lot of really... The game has changed. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of really good hitting coaches inside Major League Baseball now. And so like you go along with that, like, yo, like a lot of hitting coaches I know would have gave him very similar advice okay great and again also too you know how many of those guys know for example when someone hits from the private side like let's say an aaron judge or something like that somebody hits the the people lose their mind oh my god greatest hitting coach all except one Z. you know what happens when it happens inside of organization nothing that hitter's great Mm -hmm. they don't give no hitting coach no credit Mm -hmm. no hitting coach that developed him in double a that you don't even know his name that's making Mm -hmm. 40 grand a year you don't get no damn credit right he just, that's his job. Mm-hmm. You make guys better. So I also feel full on that same side. is like, yo, there's a lot of dudes inside facilities that have helped a lot of guys go on to hit that you watch on TV every single day. And, again, they get no credit. And then also, too, then then they get in arguments with Teacher Man on, on social media, and he d- tries to dunk on them. It's like, bro, you have no idea. And also, too, they can't, on the same side, they can't even talk about a lot of things they're doing inside the organizations because they have signed NDAs and all these other things that you don't have. So – Along with that, it's like, also, too, there's so many guys, hitters that I've worked with that I can't talk about I hit with. I'm on the private side, let alone if you're actually inside the business. Mm -hmm. Right? So, that's why I think it's like, again, on that same side, it's just like, look, there's a lot more to the story. It's just like, again, I think teacher man has gone the opposite way where he's, like, obsessed with quickness. Mm. Quickness, quickness, quickness. First of all, I don't think his moves quickest. (laughs) But just obsessed with quickness, there's Mm -hmm. a problem with that, too. Right. If I purely focused on quickness, again, that's fine. A quickness, quick and quick, 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 all those other things. Okay, great. Have Mayweather go fight um, Bones Jones. See how that goes. <laughs> like, let let Mayweather go fight a heavyweight. Like, how much force I create is a is a is a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't think that Aaron Judge creates a ton of force, yeah, he's six seven. What are, how much? How like many pounds?
1: Two eighty five, I think last two eighty five.
0: He creates a ton of force. So for him to focus on quickness, like it's like a heavyweight fighter. Right. Hey, we're gonna focus on being quick. Yeah, because he already has power. Duh. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And so that kind of that kind of goes into what I was saying too. I think it's always funny is like we take concepts uh, a lot of times from like big leaguers because I mean there's also a reason why they're where they're at, but also to the the realization that some of them are just better athletes than we are you know and, and yeah. like uh, every coach i've ever been a part of that um you know has had some success i mean they they pride themselves on can you get the the six seven eight nine people to hit not like i could give our three hole that i played with through college any advice and he was still going to go hit 400 with you know 30 doubles and 10 bombs yeah. you know i could say hey you know knob to the ball or hey think about your pinky toe dakota was still going to go hit 400 because yeah. he, he was you know like whatever yeah. you told him Right, he was stronger than most people. Um, you know, his his IQ, his ability to recognize pitches were just better than most. Like, I could tell him anything, and like, I would have been a great hitting coach. But again, could you tell me something when I was batting ninth and struggling yeah. to hit two hundred and get me to hit three hundred? Yeah. Right. And like, that's where too was like I I try to pride myself on too of like, okay, when um, a great athlete like you know whoever comes in, right, great, like yeah you want him to you want them to get better absolutely but can you take the kid that didn't make his high school team and get mm-hmm. him to make varsity next year yeah right like that's where too it's like aaron judge is six seven 285 pounds mm. like i'm glad i'm glad you got him to hit mm. i was like i would love to help aaron judge hit that would be sweet mm. i would I would love the opportunity but on the flip side like how about the people that are in double a fighting for jobs? like can you get them to the bigs mm. right not the aaron judges and then also to to mimic Something that Aaron Judge at that, like, again, had a kid fly in a couple weeks ago, and he's like, well, Aaron Judge does this. I'm like, bro, you're 5'9", 170 pounds. Are and you sure th- you want to mimic Aaron Judge's swing? Yeah, and I also— and plays with 320 in right field and slices balls that way.
0: Yeah. Like, and also, too, the other thing of being like that is being like, hey, like, are you really moving like Aaron Judge? Yeah, because he also no. does a lot of things really yeah. well. Yeah, for he sure. does a lot of things movement quality wise. Is he's just a really good athlete. Right. Probably has a good, pretty good s and guy. Yeah. All those other things as well. Oh, like for again, sure. I mean, they got Cressy and all those other guys. With yeah. Like he's doing. There's a lot more yeah. going on than just him swinging, yeah. right? But and then you get in that same piece of being like, because I get it both ways within context. Because here's another thing. Because you got to think of it like also as well with this. And this is where I, I do think that there is obviously some weight to like doing things with like really good athletes and at a very high level, because here's the other thing as well. And this is where I will give credit back on the same thing is like, yo, let's say a kid's never lifted before. I give him a general program. He's going to get a lot stronger. Mm-hmm. He's going to get a lot stronger. And also too like that can really help him. And it might be really easy to help that guy where it's like, yo, he doesn't know some base level stuff right. of swing movements where it's like, if I just get him to do some basic stuff, he's going to be able to have some really big yeah. results. Right. Awesome. But, on the other end, there is an advantage to both ways. Mm-hmm. There's an advantage that no one's been coached before, and there's also an advantage where the guy's a really good athlete, mm-hmm. right? And it's, again, you can take advantage of some of those things. But, and this also, too, I'm going to throw this out there, because I'm a big believer in this. You know I'm on the same side of that. It's like, hey, like, there's there's a couple of different ways to have the biggest, uh, you know, building in town, right? You can you can tear everybody else's down, right? Or you could just have the biggest building, mm-hmm. right? And I also think in the same way, is like, yo, like, I don't really care. Like, like, yo, to each their own success, mm-hmm. right? Like, uh, in the sense of like, you know, what drive lines done with guys, like, bro. I, if there's anybody that again, also, yes, I'm. A, I've been a harsh critic on certain things of what drive lines done, but also too, like, I've given, I've given Jason a, a lot of respect. I give yeah. body respect For constantly sure. all the time, yeah, right. Yeah. Around those things. There's a lot of things. Again, it's not criticizing the person, it's criticizing certain ideas and like having conversations around those mm-hmm. those particular ideas. And the same thing, like with Rich, like, yo, good for you, bro. Like again, like like there's also a lot of guys that you know probably would have made Judge Hit worse or wouldn't yeah. have been the right yeah, guy, yeah, like yeah, for sure. Along with that. Like, great, like all good, like with all those things. But when we start preaching of things of absolutes, mm-hmm. right? And that we figured it out. And again, like I think drive line can get that way where they're like where it could be like we figured it out. We just guys just don't move fast enough. It's like, is that what everybody was missing? Mm-hmm. Everybody since the beginning of time, since the beginning of time, everybody just thought, damn, what if they just swung harder? Right. Nobody thought that. Right. Nobody tried that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That like that was the issue with all hitting coaches across the board is that the, the guys just didn't swing the bat hard enough. Right. It's obviously not that simple.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. So you take all of those things put together. And then you, again, like, get into where, again, like, I think on this other end is just, like, getting things misconstrued. And I think, like, for example, like, people are too afraid to, like, go back and interact and stuff on social media. So, they'll just, like, post their argument. And, again, you're just subtweeting each other. So, like, mm-hmm. for example, like, um, you know, I put that out. Like, you know, it happened, um, like, last week with um, Medina. You know? Uh, he's been, like, subtweeting me for, like, a week. Right? About, like, he really believes in the pivot, which isn't a pivot. It's a squish the bug.
2: 1912
0: right like <laughs> i get it like listen we're we're still talking about oh pivot the foot oh and again my original statement my original statement was he said he said uh, uh the higher the heel gets up the better direction you have uh eh. bro i know a lot of people that get their heel up mm. that have terrible direction yeah so that's not a direct correlation that statement mm. is what i was more disagreeing with with anything yeah. and then on top of that too, yo I'm not against guys' foots rotating. Yeah, right. We all know this, right? I've said it a billion times. I know y'all, the kickback guys, like come (laughs) come watch uh, again when we train or go watch any of the videos that, again, a billion videos that we have where I'm talking about that. It's how it happens. There's a lot more going on that you think there's a direct correlation. Oh, well, if I turn my foot or if I don't turn my foot, I have better direction and that's that. No, there's so much more going on we got to get past, like, again, we got to get past this surface level conversation of what direction is. Direction is not if I turn my feet or not. There's a lot more going on mm-hmm. in the swing. If you think of it, if it was that simple, mm-hmm. and also too, along with that, like, again, like, guys don't need to kick back on every single swing. But if you're anti kickback, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. Go look at the film. You're denying yourself if you don't think that these guys are kicking back. Well, then somebody comes in and it goes, yeah, but uh, a lot of these guys aren't, you know, like uh, these guys aren't training it. Well, uh, a good portion of these guys now are training. Mm -hmm. And you don't know because you don't operate in that field. Right. And you don't see what they're doing. Right. And also, too, if they're not sharing that with you or whatever, it's probably because they know you're anti Mm -hmm. it. So guess what? They don't do those. They don't talk to you about it. I get plenty. Obviously, you know who gets to hear about who trains kickbacks? Yeah. Probably me <laughs> because they know I'm about it. Yeah. So they'll, they'll come and talk to me about it, right? And again, along with it, like, yo, I'm not uh, – we talked about this so many different times. You don't need to kick back on every single swing. But if you never kick back, there's probably something going on because I know that you're probably not creating uh, torque reciprocally. Right. Like there's a problem. Like, you're not pulling in the ground that way. You're Mm -hmm. probably just spinning on top of the surface X, Y, and Z. Now, again, can I still create force that way? 100%. -hmm. Also, too, again, along with it, like, can I acknowledge when other people create force that way? 100%. I watch TV. I see people still squish the bug in Mm -hmm. Major League Baseball. I get it. And I'm not saying that they can't create force that way, but along with it, it's very easy to put them on a force plate Mm -hmm. and say, that doesn't create as much force. Right. And I can measure that. And... When they do it differently, where again the hip turns, then the knee turns, then the foot turns, mm. right? That's a different move, and also they're probably creating a lot more torque. Mm-hmm. That's not just spin my foot on the surface or pivot. Mm-hmm. That's it's a different move. Just like when people want to criticize us when we do step backs because we're making the move, the foot move mm-hmm. instead of what the middle is doing. But again, along with it, like there's something behind deeper mm-hmm. levels of those if we unpack that. So if you look at that. If you look at that and you go, "Oh, no, hey, uh, you know, again, you're just anti kickbacks or you know, all these other things like, no, 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 like you're missing some other pieces and there is some other pieces along with how they move they do things. And also too, sometimes just like you brought up earlier, Cody, is that a lot of times people watch these big leaguers and try to mimic certain th- something they do when that might be the exact thing that they're working on not doing. Right. Right. I've seen that happen a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm working, for example, like we we remote program for a good amount of big leaguers that are doing other things and people are posting them online going Mm -hmm. like, Oh, look how good his pivot is or X, Y, and Mm -hmm. Z. When meanwhile, every single day, that guy has been trying, you know, to work against doing that. And you're like, this is why he's successful. And he's like, no, this is literally why I struggle. I'm hitting 200 right now Mm -hmm. and can't hit a breaking ball. Right. So you're trying to mimic me when that's something that I'm actively working on where I know it's a problem, but you Mm -hmm. haven't had the conversations with the guy so you wouldn't know right and again along with that i like and uh, again it's like all this context which i understand it's going to be messy all i'm here to do and the same thing too is along with it because somebody asked me that like hey if your methods work when you're training guys and there's this one guy you know i forgot your name bro but i I appreciate your your messages all the time he'll say Mm -hmm. hey man if you're training guys and your methods work and all these other things like why do you even like spend time like talking about these other people um and then um, I messed around with him one time and I was like, because I smell blood or something like that or whatever. It's like, it's <laughs> not enough. But no, but like really in the uh, other side of that is like, I do feel an obligation to add context, right? Like I do feel an obligation where like, I'm not just, again, I've talked about this before. I don't want to be just the hitting coach, right? I don't want to be back in my little lab that's quiet and we never market and we do this thing and I wanted to keep it small and we wanted to like, yo, that's not that's not what I have a platform for. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not what I'm interested in. I've always been interested in educating, mm-hmm. edu- educating people. I've always been interested in having conversations. I've always been interested in pushing the game forward. I've always – it's it hasn't been, let me just train these guys and I want to be the best hitting coach. If that was the case, I would have ran my business completely different. Right. So yeah. when I have these conversations and why we do all the things we – X, Y, and Z and other things we do, because, again, like – like I do love baseball and I do feel like I have an obligation to baseball we're to have these conversations along with it. And I don't also too, don't want it to be a one way direction, but of like having that conversation of having people on, I have no problem having conversations Mm. with people. I've never had, right. Which is why I'll actively go and respond to people on Mm -hmm. social media all the time to have those conversations Mm -hmm. and to do those things. So again, along with it, I think that there's some bigger pieces there, um, that are big for like a lot of these things. And, and again, um, uh, also, too, to be fair, also, and I know this part, everybody will probably clip the middle part and send it to Driveline, but probably not this part, <laughs> is, you know, along with it, right? Like, yes, like, Driveline's going to get a little bit more heat because they're the bigger name mm. and they do whatever. But along with it is, like, th- th- if you listen to this podcast and you thought it was about Driveline, you missed it. Like, if you listen to this podcast and you think it's about um, Teacher Man, like, you missed it. Like, if you listen to this podcast and you think it's about, you know, Medina, like, you you missed it. Or about Trey Hanum, I didn't even bring him up, but, like, you missed it. Like, it's not about all those things. It's more about a mindset of understanding and actually having conversations about what really pushes the game forward isn't a philosophy, right? It's more the sense of, like, in my opinion, a reopening of sharing ideas. Talking about them, mm. especially when someone disagrees with mm-hmm. you, not just with people that agree with you, because okay. I think that again, along with it, we can get so stuck in it. Like, well, I'm just gonna teach the guys I want to listen, and if they want to listen, then I'll talk to them. No, bro, mm. how we how we end up again on the same side, evolving ideas and all those other things is understanding that it's again, in my opinion, also too. People might not see it this way. I really think if you're here in house and Cody, you can kind of do this as well. Is like, I really think that we're a mixture of everybody. Mm-hmm. And we have concepts from everything. And again, context where we use all those things. But I also feel that that has been a shelter for certain guys, for certain coaches that they've used that as a shelter to not really go in depth anywhere Mm. and be a high level generalist because it's safer for them. It's a safe place to be like, well... You know, I'm okay with kickbacks, but I'm also okay with a pivot, and I'm also okay with this, I'm also okay with that, and I just adapted the hitter. It sounds good, bro, but along with it, because of that, you don't know why a kickback is happening. Mm -hmm. You don't know why a pivot's happening. You have no idea if the guy should be pivoting, or if he should be kicking back, or if he should be popping forward, or if he should be doing this with his shoulders, or if he should be um you know isolating this sling or if he should be you don't know right so because you l- use your cloak of generalist that i just adapt to a hitter right as you actually never got in deeper mm-hmm. you never you never got real deep those guys are the guys same guys that are not purchasing courses Mm-hmm. The same guys that don't know where you know your what your performance is mm-hmm. the same guys that don't know all these other You know all these other concepts along with don't know what a forced couple is mm-hmm. that don't know general biomechanics That don't that again have not taken advantage of our free resources or any of those other things and say like oh I just adopted the hitter, That's okay again like like we we talked about this, you know in, in other ways in the same ways as being like yo, we need we need hitting coaches like you too. So mm-hmm. If that's if that's as far as you want to go, and that's your cloak, and I just stepped on your toes, then you pick. Right. There's a place for those hitting coaches, and you'll sit in that place <laughs> if that's what you want to do. But if you want to, again, don't ask me. Don't be upset at me. Don't be don't don't um you know all these other things. When like there's a reason why. And let's put it this way. Let's let's just put it this way. That's great. Let's let's just throw it here. Yo, at the end of the day, if you want to call and we, we talk about doctors or whatever as like specialists, mm. if you want to put us in the the thing of like kickback specialists, that's great. Right. Send me back everybody cool. that kickbacks. They're probably yeah. pretty good. Like send them send them all mm. this way. That's fine. If that's what you want to bucket us into. Because again, on the same thing too. Like, fine, we'll be leading experts in the world of understanding a kickback because you're because you won't mm. budge on and you're you you're, you're Mister right. Pivot. Squish the bug mm-hmm. like whatever if that's if that's if that's on that other side if that's what you think and that's just it then that's a whole nother conversation
1: yeah you know no and, and kind of going into the generalist talk so i'm, I'm going to kind of ask a question to preface this because i was reading this article um so you know a uh, shot put form right mm-hmm. right so what's the mm-hmm. shot put form that you know of well there's two of them okay uh, that yeah, there, so there's there used to be two. two
0: yeah so um you know, back in the day, people would like uh, is more like a linear move, mm-hmm. um, and then now uh, almost everybody rotates mm-hmm. now because they seen it as a as yeah. a as a dominant form. Yeah, but yeah. there was
1: a point in time too where they had two shot put coaches, coaches for the Olympic team, them. and then yeah. the people that were best at each form would then go to that coach. Yeah, and then there was a period of time, and I need to go back and and read it again too to get dates and stuff because i know people are going to want to pull it up yeah but naturally too it's like then they go through and then they start seeing the which form was like you said more dominant and now uh the general public probably doesn't even know that there's two forms yeah right and that they just think that there's one way to do shot put right but there was that one time too where it was generals like oh just you know go to this coach that teaches this form then you go to this coach and it's like okay well there is a more dominant form there is one that gets better results yeah you know if taught it correctly for sure um
0: just like when people jumped over the bar backwards yeah when they 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 had to jump jump over the bar backwards then it was like okay then now everybody jumps over the bar backwards because it's a dominant you know it's a right more effective uh, form but i also i would argue this i would argue that the people that argue that they're generalist are like minimalist Mm. not generalist like you don't generally know much about anything Mm. You minimally know a little about a couple think, things. Yeah. And because of that, you can't really help anybody, mm. right? Like, and, again, there's a book, you know, again, people are probably, because, again, it's inside that book also as well, is, um, that just came out. Uh, it's about being a generalist um, and about how that's a skill set. Mm. But I think people misrepresent that and be like, yeah, that's me. It's like, but, again, like, how many textbooks have you read? How many courses have you consumed?
2: Mm.
0: Like, again, as a hitting coach, like uh, I literally, they just said this in church yesterday, right? Is after high school, what was it? It was like 33%, Mm. 33% of people never read a book again. Right. (laughs) And then it was like 50%, 45% for what? After After college. college. Yeah. After college, 50 uh, or 45% never read a book again. Hmm. a book again right i've read more books out of college than i ever read in college Mm -hmm. wasn't even close right and i still like i got a library at the house right (laughs) and what i mean by that is the same thing too as well it's like yo i'm not gonna lie to you if anybody's a generalist i think it's probably me
2: yeah
0: and what i mean by that is like i know a lot about a a a a A grouping about a lot of things right but like and again, along with it, like I understand, but with all those general categories, yeah, there is certain things that comparatively to the rest of the world, I might be seen as an expert in, but in my mind, I still don't know a ton. Okay. I still need to know way more in those areas. So that's what we're talking about. It's like what a real generalist looks like, or maybe there's levels to the generalist game is maybe what I'm coming <laughs> to, right? Because I, I, who wouldn't, if you walked up to somebody and I'd be like, yo, blah, 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 blah. They'd be like. Yeah, no, general, about like about a lot of things. Like mm. a lot of people think they're a generalist, mm. and and also too, a lot of people also think they're experts nowadays, right? That's a whole <laughs> other thing. But my point along with that is that a real generalist, in my opinion, like yo, you like have read up on and 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 not mm-hmm. you're not, not Twitter, <laughs> not because you've been on Instagram, YouTube, you, not because you've been doing it for a long time. No, how much education. Do you have? How many conferences has you gone to? Mm-hmm. How many people have you gone that have altering beliefs than you do? Again, like yo, I had DriveLine Plus. Yeah, me too. Yeah, like Took I bought, course. I bought, I bought, and read Baseball Rebellion's book. Mm-hmm. I won't share my reviews. Okay, <laughs> and but I read it. I did read it. I read the things, like again, I've read when people have altered, I've listened to a lot of Teach Man videos, Mm -hmm. a lot, a ton of them, right? And people will be like, yeah, but you're just looking for something to disagree with. Like, no, 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 I've had, go back and watch the videos, how many times have I agreed with a lot of principles that he's talked about? Hey, this is what he's talking about, Yeah, this is the science behind it, but... He was missing this piece. I was gonna say, you could check get my it. DMs from you where you're like, he got
1: this piece right. This is where he's like, and you send them to me, right? It's like, just literally, if you want, 100%. For that, check so, my DMs right. so, and, and again, <laughs>
0: I've never said anything that he ever agreed with any part of what I've said. So, just mm-hmm. to throw that out there, so <laughs> let's just get, get that simple. There's nothing I've ever said that he's like, well, he was right about that. <laughs> he never said, I'll right about anything. Right. But my point, again, along with that, is just like, look, if you wanna call yourself a generalist, well, I'm gonna start asking you some questions. <laughs> about general things. See how much you know about them. Right. Let's talk about general anatomy. Let's talk about let's talk about general psychology. Let's talk about, you know, general uh, general politics. Mm. Let's talk about general economics. Let's talk about general business. Let's talk about like let's go into some of these subjects. Let's talk about general cheer, mm. volleyball. Let's go in other sports. Like, let's go into some general things and see again along with it is like that title, oh, I'm a generalist, check. What does that mean? Right. What qualifies you to be so? Right. And also, too, what he's talking about, in, and again, I'm, someone's probably yelling at me, like, I know the name of the book, right? The book that, again, along with, you know, I'm terrible mm-hmm. at names, but I understand the substance, right? Is that, again, along with that, like what he's describing, what that looks like, you really need to line up your life and go, is that true, or am I using that as a cop-out? And really ask myself those questions of like, do I understand? Mm. Have I ever read a book or did I read something on Twitter one time about (laughs) somebody X, Y, and Z? And I read, it's like reading one of my threads and saying you understand a kickback. Come on, bro. Mm. Like you never took, you ain't taken one of our courses. Right. You ain't taking none of our stuff. Like, bro, you saw a video of us doing a drill, kicking back, and you started trying to do the drill. Let's be square. Mm. That's what you did. And And now you believe in a kickback. Bro, I don't want, again, the same thing too, like, don't, don't, I, I, I'd rather there be less of them. Don't go around talking about kickbacks when you don't understand them either, because you're not doing us any service either. Mm. Don't go around talking about hitting when you don't have a general service, like, yo, I just don't know enough really to comment. Mm. Do some of that. Let's hear some more of that. Yeah. I'm cool with that. You walk around saying like kickback, I, you, and I, again, I see it in my, my, my comments all the time on Instagram. Oh. Because it does X, Y, and Z. Bro. <laughs> because you heard it on an Instagram video somewhere all on somebody right. else's page, like the reason I know, and that's where Bobby always talks about that Tewksbury. He always talks about that. You can, you know, who really put in the time,
1: right? No, was like that. Or the, who's regurgitating? Someone that that flew in and uh, was being taught by someone that uh, we know the name of, but um, yeah, basically it was like, yeah, I started, you know, kicking back because uh, all he said was like spacing. I just felt like spacing. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, so I started kicking back and it's just helped a lot with spacing. You yeah. know, and so it was just funny it's having that. Conversa- yeah, just having that that conversation and from someone who flew in is like only consumed our social media content and then hits with someone who's also consumed some of our social media content and starts, you know, trying to apply it via just social media content. And it's like, yeah, for sure, like it, it can help with some spacing. Absolutely. But also sure. how you're doing it. Um, you're also gonna have some other issues and mm-hmm. you're still pushing forward yep. and uh, yeah, you know.
0: So coming up out other, of posture yeah. and, and also know. too I mean it's the same thing. It's just like it's just like again, if some guy watched, you know, Teacher Man online and then tried to do a couple of his drills and it didn't work for them. Like, bro, you didn't work with again, there's a difference, like same thing, it's just like, oh, like, you know, it's like going on Web M mm. D like good bro. Like, I get it, the same thing too, but like context there and let's be real on that same side, like you don't really know. Mm. You, you consume some social media content, and that was uh, back. So but let's put it this way. Ten years ago, you wouldn't have known nothing about it mm. because you only consumed it through social media. Right. And I've learned a lot through social media. I'm not banging on social media. But my point is is that can't be your only source of education, man. No. Like. It just, it just can't. And again, along with it, like there's too many resources out there. There's too many things where if you're not investing, like I just did, again, another thing with me doing my taxes is I looked how much money I spend on textbooks. Bro, I've not had a year probably since college that I haven't spent less than $500 in mm. books a year. Like, and that's probably, I, mean, I know someone that's probably dunking on that. Yeah. Right? That, yeah. But, and again, along with that, okay, that's just books. Mm. Then you put in courses, other people's Competence. stuff that I'm consuming or yeah. whatever those things are. And it's like, yo, and then, let alone, like there's sometimes where like, You know, and I've learned how to purchase books for cheap, okay? Mm. Because I purchase a lot of them, so I'm getting a lot of textbooks that are really like $500 books Mm. that I'm getting through resales. I'm these college students ready for some cash, bro. I'll pay you. You want 30 bucks for that $500 textbook? I got you, player. Go ahead and get out. Go out there on this weekend and get get around on me. Deal. Go get your work in. All straight. But I want your textbook. Yeah. Like, and shoot, I'm gonna use that textbook. Why your textbook show up look like it hadn't been opened? I ain't Uh, calling you out, player. It's all good all good? Your anatomy textbook, brand new, sold it to me <laughs> for thirty bucks. Like, I appreciate it. That's a four hundred something dollar book. So, like, that's just a big thing. It's just like, and I get it, dude. My, my textbooks were very similar in the same way. Like, it's just like now on the other end of that is just being like, yo, like, we got to have real conversations. And also, too, I'm not saying Twitter's the platform. I'm yeah. not saying Instagram's the platform. I'm not saying all those other things. But really, in that same way, and also too. I think, I'm not going to lie here with like, you know, for Medina, for example, homeboy used to send me DMs back in the day, him kicking back and be like, kickback back at Joey Cunha. I see mm. you, boy. Then all of a sudden you flip script, right? Because, you know, mm. selling half bats now. I see you working. All of a sudden you started tilting back the opposite way, right? Is that again, you can't say like, I see the kickback. I do. This is Trey Hannum line. I see the kickback. I do. Okay. Trey, how many of your guys kick back? How many of your guys kick back? Ever in a game, how many do? and also on top of that, I'm not saying all on top of that well, I just teach the body and you know I'm sure you have guys that just randomly kick back because they're still creating reciprocal force and again until you understand that mm. along with it, like there's those other things, but along with it, like you know it's just like anything else in any other sport. like it's like everything you're teaching now. it's like everything and again the, at one point they'll be like, what y'all used to argue about this it's mm. stupid. And that's what I really feel like. Bro, back in the day, they'd be like, bro, bat path, can't teach that. It's (laughs) just how how it moves. Everybody teach bat path now. Balance, can't teach that. Speed, you're born with it or you don't. That's it. Can't teach it. Velocity, can't teach it. I Remember when I was growing up, can't teach it. Squishing the bug, can't teach it. Bro, you can teach it all. Everything that the human body does can be taught. Right. You just don't know how to teach it yet. Mm. I'm guilty of saying that. Like when I was younger, yo, you can't teach that. If somebody tell me now, you can't teach that, I'd be like, mm. <laughs> like right, yeah. I either don't have the time. Like yeah. for example, if someone was like, hey, train someone to be Kobe and like bro, you're like, hey, first off, it's not my sport and all those other things. I can't teach it anyways. I can't even shoot it, you know, myself. Yeah, but don't. I'm saying, for example, like though, is like somebody can, somebody can teach that. So it goes back to my two points. Either you don't have time to teach it or you don't know how. Mm. You can teach everything. Everything can be taught right but do i have enough time right are you 38 years old mm-hmm. bro you're not gonna be kobe bro it's your first day of basketball sorry player yeah. like i don't have the time you don't have time or again someone asked me to teach him how to be kobe bro i never i, I was never good at basketball player i'm mm-hmm. not your guy i'm not gonna get you that close right right and like the the intangibles like bro is it weird that everybody with intangibles usually, again, also had a really good family, had a really good mentor, had an X, Y, and Z character, and he's really rooted in God, blah, 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 all these other things start happening. It's like, yo, like, they were taught to have that character, mm-hmm. to think that way, to operate in that way. Everything can be taught, right, is what I prioritize. Again, byproducts, of those things. Also, again, personality-wise, like, there is things that are more prone, like, Mm. again all of us genetically out the womb for example like okay like i would say this someone might say this genetically bro i can't you can't teach me to be seven foot sure i get that part like genetics like okay great you're gonna be seven foot you know you're four foot whatever but when it comes into like movements Mm. when it comes into like skill sets yeah that's a whole nother thing
1: yeah i mean you can't teach someone to be we'll just stick with basketball because i mean now we're going down my alley a little bit Mm -hmm. but I mean, you can't teach someone to be six seven, right? I mm-hmm. kids I played with that are six seven. I could still rebound someone who's six seven. A lot of mm-hmm. different ways. I yeah. know which way the ball is coming off the rim. I know mm-hmm. how to create leverage. I know what position to get to. I know how to use my size to my advantage. I can get under him. Like mm-hmm. there is ways to then get rebounds right? just because I'm not seven. You can't teach someone to be seven foot. No, mm-hmm. but you can teach someone how to get a rebound. There's For A lot sure. of different ways to get a rebound.
0: Like I'm not teaching you to be Aaron Judge, like right. in the sense of. I'm not teaching you to be six, seven, you know, 280 pounds or oh. whatever. Like, I get that, mm. right? But that's not what we're talking about. Right. We're talking about a whole bunch of things that people say you can't teach or my other favorite that doesn't transfer. Like, yo, I'll show you where it transfers. I'll show you where it transfers to, even when it's a crap exercise. Mm. I'll show you how it transfers into their movement. I'll, I'll show you where it shows up mm. you know what i'm saying and again along with it like yo it's going to show up you keep doing those things over time a lot of times you don't see transfer you're doing it for too short a period of time or you don't understand how it's actually transferring what we do to the body how we train the body transfers always just not always good mm-hmm. you know and so um just big pieces along with that is like how many guys get results from things that people say don't transfer right like bro i've seen some okay well i don't know front toss and t don't transfer well uh they, <laughs> homeboy only hit front toss and tee, and um, he's a very different hair. Right. Uh, he's, you know, you know, notably, all of a sudden, he went back to the field and ne- hit an extra 30 home runs. Uh, something happened.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, what what transferred? Right. Like, something transferred. So, I just think it's the bigger thing of, like, having those conversations along with it. It's like, yo, like, I'm not against it. And again, like, just like earlier, again, this someone probably clipped the first part and not send this part. The same thing with, like, with, like, Trey or something like that. Like, you know, like, Try am i again the same thing like bro there's a lot of things like i've learned plenty of things from you as well Mm -hmm. right like i have no problem admitting like where a lot of other things there's gonna be things we disagree on there's Mm -hmm. a whole bunch of things too that like when you hit but like yeah that's a good move or that's Mm -hmm. not a good move or i think that guy's a good hitter too or Mm -hmm. you know all those other things like you know again along with it um there's a lot of those other things of difference in in philosophy but also too there's a lot of overlap Mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of overlap and we like as human beings to identify all the areas that we're separate but also on the same Sense is like yo know, to push the conversation forward. We gotta have conversations, um, about where there is disagreement because mm-hmm. that's the only way that we really keep pushing forward. Where that now that becomes part of that ninety percent that we agree on right. as a community within, so we can move on. Mm-hmm. We don't move on in the sport by no one talking about it. Right.
1: Yeah. And then to like to your point earlier, like Twitter is valuable in a sense of. Peaking interests and in ideas. Like, don't let it be your only research. Like, again, I mean, I'm pretty sure we've talked about this. Of like, when I first found you on Twitter, mm-hmm. I didn't just all of a sudden just think, "Oh, yeah, this is the best thing ever." I'm just gonna go try to work for him. Like, I went to my biomechanics professor. I mm-hmm. talked about some of the things that you talked about. I showed him some videos. I read my textbooks. I used my notes that I've already written stuff down. I came to you with questions too mm-hmm. when I had the opportunity and got your answers to those questions. Like, yeah, I didn't just assume. Right. Because you posted three good hitters on social media that you were the best hitting coach in the world either. Mm. Right. Like and then too, every day, like we ask questions to each other. Why would you do this? Why did you do this? Why wouldn't you do this? Maybe try that like yeah, again, like read, ask questions, have conversations like this, too. Like I went to people after that, didn't just assume because there's three videos of a of a hitter that you train. I went to 108 social media. Mm-hmm. Right when I found you, like I found them, I looked at their people. Like, mm-hmm. but again, this is something that people don't want to do. They don't want to take the time, they don't want to do the work. Mm-hmm. They 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 don't, you know, and to in that sense, they do that, then there might be a chance that they're wrong. And that's an even bigger, that's an even bigger conversation. Then they don't want to be wrong. It's like, you know, for my well, sake, I wanted to be wrong. I was like, please them so why I'm what wrong. I'm,
0: what I'm doing please. isn't, again, that's that was that's that's also to people like this on that same time with me in that same way. It's like, yo, like, like. I was wrong. Mm. How I played, I was wrong. Mm. How I learned, I was oh, yeah. wrong. That's how I learned this. Uh, this is how I played. Mm-hmm. This isn't how I trained. This is how was how. This wasn't what Grandpa told me, or <laughs> my dad told me, or what any yeah. of those things. Like, I was wrong. Mm. And also too, there's plenty of things somebody might say. Like, for example, yo. Like, even when I worked at 108, when Eugene taught me things, he'd probably come back a couple weeks later and be like, yeah, I was wrong about this, mm. blah, 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 all these other things. Like, he was wrong all the time, too. Right. Like, again, like, Donnie. Like, Donnie is wrong all the time. Mm. Like, he still tells me all the things that he's wrong about. Yeah. Like, great. All those other things about getting results and, like, going in. And that's other is Like, okay, like, w- we're too scared of being wrong. Mm. Like, we're too scared of being wrong. And that's where, again, we got to break it up into, like, a lot of these other places have real conversation along with it and also too a lot of it. For example, you know, the people that I generally have the biggest disagreements with. Typically, people that don't have a background in biomechanics, typically people that don't have a background in S&C, mm. typically a people that don't understand anatomy, typically people that don't have all these other backgrounds. Mm. When we do have all those other backgrounds, we can have a lot of those conversations. Right. Like I communicate with like seven biomechanics on a constant basis. Yeah. And again, like that's why on the same s- sense with that or again like high level s and c guys where we can really have some of these conversations because again that's when the dots all connect but before when i only know a base level of education and i only know a couple things well that disagrees with how i think about this well that's because again like mm. you really don't know that much bro yeah. and that's not to hit on you bro i was the same way mm-hmm. like you really don't know you really don't know that much mm. for example like on the other other end of that like that's why like when it comes into like really high detailed stuff about like why we do like for example like Think of how many people that listen to this podcast right now that have no idea how the power grid works, including me. Mm-hmm. Right, yo, you're not an expert in that. Yeah, you don't really know. You don't really know. Right. And also the same thing too. i would say number one, and I'm guilty of this. The same thing too. And like a lot of times, like too, when I get contacts, I'm like, oh yeah, there's probably some other stuff going on. Same thing. Like when it comes into like politics or any of the things. Like, bro, how much about foreign domestic policy do you really know? Mm. Do you know? Mm. No. no. Do you know why, again, also too, of like, you, I, I'm going to tell you right here, until the, you know, last year and a half, X, Y, and Z, I didn't know what the hell a tariff was. I have no idea. <laughs> no idea why they existed, right. all those other things, how currency worked. All A lot, a lot of these things with within education. So in the very beginning, you're going to disagree more in the very beginning with experts or people that are in your mm. field or X, Y, and Z than you will much later on. For example, you go to a, like, you know, like a uh even like in a psychology class or something like that a lot of times you know they start talking to you about your animalistic principles yeah. Yeah, and like yeah, yeah. things that you do you're going to disagree a lot yeah. in the very beginning oh, and then sure. they start showing you receipts yeah, and like how CDs it's happened and, the next one. One, yeah. and you're like oh dang maybe i do operate like that like mm-hmm. dang maybe it's something i need to be aware of maybe i am walking around like a mindless monkey maybe i am blah blah blah." blah. <laughs> and then like you start you go into this and get some depths of awareness right is understanding how those things really are. So again, more than anything, and that's the hardest part is you gotta break through that barrier and also too where it comes to more of the character thing and being like, Yo, I'm gonna to talk to anybody about, you know, uh any of those things and like, yo, I assume I'm wrong. hmm You know? I assume I'm wrong. And along with that though, when it's one thing to say, but like along with it, like, yo, if you present better information to me, and again along with it and be like, Yeah, that's why it shows up here, 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 and this da da I'm like, Okay. Yeah. Like No, No?
1: and that's a, what did you just say? Present it, communicate it, right? It's like we've had this conversation. Just because you see it or you know it doesn't mean you can communicate it, which, again, if you can't get someone else to do what you're trying to get them to do and see by communication and other ways, like, do you really know it that well, too? Yeah. Like, that's another question that I I always challenge myself with. Like, just because I knew this because I read it in a textbook and I start to learn lines of tension and this stuff, like, can I teach it? Yeah. Do I really know what
0: that? Can I present it to someone in a way that
1: can get them to understand it? Yeah. Can
0: That's I get, a whole other Again, also too, too. Can I get players to really have results? Like, okay, again, it's like uh, you know, again, the same thing too. Just because you read about push ups doesn't mean you could do push ups, bro. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Just because you read about you know uh, 500 pound squats doesn't mean you could do a 500 pound squat, right? Like, just because you have seen me work with hitters mm. doesn't mean you can work with hitters, right? Like, can you actually get results for athletes? And also to to what degree and also on the other end of that of just being like, okay, hey, and I'm guilty as other people in the same way as well. Like, yo, I refocus myself all the time in that same way of being like, okay, what we're gonna do and the conversations we're gonna have and who I engage with and who I don't and X, Y, and Z. And like, cool, like, you know, along with it, like it's never it's not personal. I think as as a as a as a person, as a person. I'm sure most of the people that we've talked about on the, this podcast right now are probably solid human beings. Yeah, I know a good sure. ma- majority of them. Like, as people, mm. like, I still disagree on certain things, and I'm sure they disagree with me on certain things. All good. Yeah. Right. Disagreement. Like again, like, I disagree with Darrell every damn day. Yeah. I disagree. I disagree with you every day. But right. we to- we talk about it, mm-hmm. and again, along with it, this isn't a knock on you as a human being. If I go and drills off and no. I'm like, hey, I disagree with what you did to X, Y, and Z. He's not like. He's not like. Oh damn. All right, well, then, you know, Fine. I guess we got to scrap yeah. it, dog. Like, it's just yeah. like, no, like, it's not, I'm not going against you as a person. I disagree with your idea. And if your identity is in your idea, that's when you get com- very combative. Mm. Right. And mm-hmm. again, if also, too, if you can't handle, again, like, I'm going to talk about passion. I'm going to talk with passion about some of these subjects. And so should you. Mm. Right. If you're passionate and you're at the, these things, like, it's your life and this is what you do. Like, Yo, you should be passionate Mm. and if you're not passionate and x y and z and i'm not saying that sometimes too like yo like i get it i can come off combative or whatever those things are and and again i got no problem we got to square up in a muay thai ring let's do it (laughs) right but what i'm saying with all those things at the end of the day to move ideas forward it's not it's not with force or or whatever it's like let's let's communicate ideas present evidence along with those ideas are and also too if you don't for example Let's say like a uh, teacher man or like a tray, right? Medina, that whole group. I'll throw all three of them together, right? They haven't used a lot of tech,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? I use tech every single day. I probably, I got more tech in my facility than yeah. all of them combined, right? Okay, so that, on top of that, like they don't understand biomechanics really mm-hmm. deeply. Again, you got one guy who's, teacher man who's anti-textbook, so that's one, okay? You got, you got Trey who just got, a, a, a KVS system or a 4D system like within like the last year or so mm-hmm. maybe two years I'll give him that okay but again along with it not super big on it okay mm. and then you got Medina who again unrightfully so is more I think he's a high school coach mm. right which is just not his thing it's not what he needs to do right and again along with it it's fine all that's great and I'm not trying to flex tech on on those other things but what I'm talking about is like okay, like you're going to say that something is fact and your only thing is going to be like, well, because my guy hits. Well, also to what degree? One, how well did he hit beforehand? Two, three, on top of that as well, just because he hits doesn't mean that you were right. Mm. What I mean by that is like, for example, I can tell this guy to, for example, you can go in the cage right now with Mike Trout and tell him to squish the bug every single time. Mm-hmm. He's going to go on TV and crush. Yeah. Does that mean that you were right? right. No. Right. So there's a lot of other conversations. There's a lot of things that go into development. Just because I tell a, Mm. you know, we're training guys in here in X, Y, and Z, and maybe it's a piece of what I was talking about, what I was wrong about. Mm -hmm. Right. I can think I'm right because I got some results with that guy. But again, there's to what degree? I'm doing a lot of things with them to develop them, not just one thing. For sure. So, and then if you try to isolate it and go down and have a peer reviewed study and do all your X, Y, and Z, and okay, yes, that's you're doing it in pieces. But again, at some point, you get it so controlled that it's not even the real task anymore. Right. So is that study even applicable?
1: <laughs> well, that's like all studies though, too. Yeah, exactly. That's anything. why I think the systems
0: that system's broken.
1: It's not going to so work. You control variables in those settings.
0: Yeah, you're going to figure out. You're going to figure out really small level things. But like, you know what? Fire does get hot. Yeah. Okay. Like, all right, great. Like again, if you're living your life waiting for a study, then like, you know, studies are usually like twenty years behind. Oh, like, yeah. if not more. In textbooks. Yeah. So a lot of the textbooks. A hundred percent. So is school. Right. So it's just like all that stuff. It's just figuring all those things out. It's just like, hey. Then the day, again, at all these different places, sit down. Like, there's a lot of information along with it. Um, and again, like, if you think that people are just coming here and continue to train with us and do all those other things, and also at all these other places because they're not in some degree like Trace helping guys, Teacher yeah, Man helping yeah, guys, yeah, man's yeah, helping sure. guys, like Drive Lines helping guys, and certain all these other things. Like, of course, it's not just marketing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Marketing might get you in the door, but again, it's not going to get you reoccurring and all those other things. Like. Yo, if all of my hitters suck the same thing, like, like, Teacher Man has to deal with, like, half his hitters, like, really struggling. Like, cool. Like, you know, again, like, there is, that's why there is uh, an uproar because there is a lot of guys that have had some really hard issues. Or Again, the same thing. Mm. Drive lines have that reputation, too. There is a lot of guys that have won and trained at drive line and and really struggle. Mm. So, yeah, you do have to. Sit on those things. That's why again, when someone talks to t- teacher man, they go, How about, this guy? "How about this guy? How 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 about this guy?" You know, because like you do have, y- mm. you did work with those guys. You know, and you do continue to work with these guys, and or you know, and, the, and they're not hitting. I'm like, yeah, you do need to answer those things, right? Just like I have to. Yeah. You know?
1: No, and then just a the point that you touched on too, <laughs> of um, you know, more there's there's levels to it, and there's also, I mean, you could teach trout to go you know squish the bug and he's still gonna go crush and and then you're doing more than just you know xyz with this hitter of like i can tell you just from personal experience i feel myself going back and looking at behavior change and my psychology notes that i've taken throughout college and like books that i've read to apply out there then i do my anatomy and biomechanics notes mm-hmm. and books that i've read because two there there's i mean there's some kids that i mean the positive reinforcement or changing the 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 routine or their habits that they're doing um it is more important to lay that foundation of like okay this is what you're doing every time you get out of the box right this is what you're doing every time that you go work out on your own this is what you're doing when you're not here training this is what you're doing when you're not at the field playing right And and there's way more to it than just teaching a kickback or mm-hmm. teaching someone to squish the bug it's like I feel myself doing that and giving that structure and again I I feel like my behavior change skills like the changing someone's behavior and habits Mm -hmm. have come to fruition more than even the you know I probably people hear me talking about because it's something that you don't even realize you're doing Mm -hmm. is a behavior change and habits but you can hear oh the internal rotation oh the the torque oh and like you hear these different things the physics the biomechanics the anatomy like you hear that but then you don't realize the subtleties like you've always told me like pay attention to the subtleties like when i say something how i present it how i structure this how do i progress how do i regress you know all mm-hmm. those things like those subtleties too that people yeah. don't see in the social media videos right they don't see the structure that or they don't before. and
0: they don't value
1: yeah or don't value it's like yeah. you know i know just personally too is like yes there's some structure when it comes to the drills and the progression and regression but also to like the the subtleties of building the routine and the building a root, uh, the, a new habit changing their old behavior old habit too and then like speaking to taylor who's had those experiences too a little bit from her like a different setting right but then applying it to this setting has been super valuable in the sense of okay like a lot of these kids too i mean we've all been in high school we've all been in college like we've all had these different habits that we've had to break or you know like one that i consistently deal with is chewing my nails like you know, I've tried to break that habit multiple times and there's times I've been successful for a while and then, you know, there's habits like in my swing that I have that, you know, I've tried to change and, you know, it's like I, I see myself using those skills more than I even, than people probably even could fathom, but it's just so subtle and how I go about them than even the the anatomy, the physiology, the kines. The biomechanics, the, mm. you know, well, and that's why stuff I, that's why crazy. I see that
0: as like that stuff as like a foundation. Mm. Right. Because first off, let's say you're really good at connecting with athletes and you're mm. really good at changing patterns and all those things. But mm. then you're also changing them towards bad patterns. Right. Right. Well, that's the scary part. And I always say that with me is like, I got to be really careful because I can get someone to change. Mm. And when I get them For to sure. change, I better be getting them to change towards the good <laughs> things. Because again, I'm gonna get them to change. Mm-hmm. So if I don't know what I'm talking about from a foundational yeah. standpoint, where I can focus, and again, it's like that thing of like, hey, because I have this base level of understanding of like what we're trying to go for. Okay, well, you need all of it together. Mm-hmm. But like again, along with it, it's like it's great if you can get them to change. But if you can get them to change, but you don't have, mm. you're getting the change in wrong, bad way. Oh God, yeah. Right? Then you then you're 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 hurting yourself in that same way. And that's where I think along with it is like, you know, get the, a lot of these. Uh, baseball coaches are teachers Mm. where they are good at teaching things in certain ways and getting people to do things so we've got to be right that we're moving them in the right directions and again we're always wrong Mm. right but largely trying to be less wrong every single day and Mm. again along with it of like taking advantage of you know a lot of this stuff so um you know i think overall like again i think this this podcast is the start of a conversation Mm. And, again, along with it of, like, hopefully breaking through the barriers of being, like, hey, like, I'm down, to have all, everybody on. And we could talk about different things. And also, too, everyone wants to focus on uh, whatever thing they agree with. Like, yo, like, we could go a lot of different ways of why or what those things are. And also, too, along with it, I get it that in some sense, even if you present everybody with data or one thing or another, like, people are still going to want to believe what they want to believe. That's not the type of conversations I'm mm-hmm. talking about. But I think in all of it, like, um, you know, again, there's a lot of conversations to be had to really push the game forward in a lot of different ways. Um, you know, that uh, you know really will hit home in a lot of ways with a foundation of some basic things of understanding the body that I think are gonna be very pivotal uh, mm-hmm. you know going forward within baseball. so any last thoughts? Just pull up that quote one more time. <laughs> Bruce Lee, man,
1: the living creature, the creating individual, is always more important than any established
0: style or system. Amen. Oh my God, <laughs> Amen. All right, y'all. Well, we had fun. I'm sure this thing is going to get chopped up a bunch of different ways. Get gets sent to a bil- billion different people. It's all good. Part of, the, part of the process. Um, listen to the whole thing if you want context. Mm. And, uh, again, there's probably context on to- context on context that you can mm-hmm. have within this conversation. At the end of the day, it's never in any context. It is what it is. Mm. So what are you going to do today? Not say anything? So, <laughs> yeah, anyways, not going to have that happen. So um, all those things are, are great. But until next time, farm system out.